0: This is
1: continuing coverage of the 2016 NFL Draft on DallasCowboys.com and 105.3 The Fan.
2: We are back here from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. Brian Broadus, Jeff Cavanaugh, Dane Brugler, Kevin Turner stepped out to do some uh, radio, some other radio work that he has to take care of. Uh, you are listening to the coverage of the uh, 81st uh, NFL Draft here on. DallasCowboys.com and 105.3. The fan, uh, we are waiting for the commissioner to make his way. Or uh, I think the commissioner. The commissioner still do the second round. I think he kicks it off and then they and then hands they it hand, off. It, hand it off to Troy Benson right. or somebody like that. I, I, it used to be Gene Washington back in the day. I don't know. We'll right. see. But uh, we are patiently waiting uh, the start of this uh, second round. Just to give you a little bit of an idea, the picks in this round will be seven minutes apiece. Uh, and uh, they, it, from my experience, they go very rapidly. Teams yep. have had an idea. They've sat on their boards overnight. They've talked about what they need to do. The Browns are on the clock. And the Browns will be on the clock. So that's the, uh, the Browns, the Titans, and then the Dallas Cowboys, the first three. We've talked about teams potentially going up and trying to figure this out, trying to maybe grab uh, this pick from the Cleveland Browns, Dane Brugler with his uh, some of his sources. Has, has confirmed and that potentially this pick uh, you know, is for sale and, and teams have offered next year's one uh, to maybe take that opportunity. So
3: It seems like they're leaning, there's a guy here they want, they're not going to pass. Right. It seems like they're going to turn down some of these offers they've received, which is very interesting. Uh, it tells you how much they love this player. So uh, we'll find out here in a few minutes who that player is.
4: Jeff, these, it, these, I was going to say, these drafts, uh, you mentioned seven minutes. Is this any different from uh, when you were running a draft? <laughs> I was reading about a uh, Gil Brandt article about oh, a draft my. in the 60s where yeah. apparently the Cowboys put the draft on hold for six hours yeah. to have a doctor drive and check out a player. That's yeah.
2: amazing. <laughs> there, there's there's got some the War class. Room Cam, guys. Yeah, uh, we got, yeah, and uh, by the way, yeah, very good, Ken. Thank you very much. Uh, war Room Cam now available. As we uh, look around the room, if you're able to see, uh, Jerry Jr. would be on the far left of the screen. Jason Garrett, of course, there. Uh, Charlotte Jones Anderson between her father there, Jerry Sr. Stephen Jones, Will McClay in chair next to Stephen. And then as the bottom you see is Chris Hall, the coordinator of college scouting, uh, who will be on the phone with Robert Blackwell in Chicago when the pick, in fact, goes in. Guys, we got a little taste yesterday in war room cam early Gary Brown into the draft room maybe we'll get some kind of got a little uh, uh, tipped off hint here but uh uh it, it's uh, it's good to have um everybody in the room they're they're studying uh, they have an idea of what direction they would like to go and we'll just see what happens in front of them uh we've made the mention about uh, Emmanuel Ogbob being a guy that they potentially like Dane on some intelligence thinks maybe he might be a pick at uh, at Cleveland right ahead of them. So uh, you always have to be prepared at this time. It's a very nervous time for the guys because of, of you just don't know what's going to happen in front of you uh, to start the draft. The pick could be moved. You could get blindsided quickly uh, that you uh, didn't have the intelligence on that. So um, everybody in the room just getting ready to go. And it looks like just uh, looking on the monitor here that we have from the NFL network, uh, it looks like that they're getting ready to kick this uh, this draft off. So how's everybody feel about uh, the night? Maybe what we'll see.
3: This day two is always fun because, you know, we can, uh, these are guys that aren't the superstars, but they're starters in the league. And so really eager to see the fit. And first round mocks are tough. Second round mocks are even tougher. So a lot of unpredictable moves here coming up.
2: Okay. Well, it looks like that uh, some uh, some VIPs are making their way to the uh, to the stage. Area, so uh, we'll get this kicked off here shortly, uh, and we'll go back to Chicago, Illinois for the uh, the opening of the NFL draft.
5: Okay, thank you, Chicago. We had more than one hundred thousand fans here last night, and we're ready for more for tonight's second and third round. We are honored to welcome Walter Payton, NFL Man of the Year, honorees from every team, plus NFL legends, including these eight Hall of Famers. From the Chiefs, Will Shield. From the Raiders, Willie Brown. From the Dolphins, Larry Zonka. From the Colts and the Rams, Marshall Falk. From the Rams and the most recent Hall of Famer, Orlando Pace. To my far right, from the Bills, Bruce Smith. From the Steelers, Lynn Swann. And from the Browns and Dolphins, Paul Warfield. And from your Chicago Bears, Dick Buckus.
1: Hello, Chicago, home of the greatest fans in the world. Let's have a great time tonight.
5: And as always, go Bears. All right, thank you, Dick. The second round of the 2016 NFL Draft is now
2: open. All right, with that uh Dick Butkus opened it, the uh, Chicago legend. Uh so uh we'll see how this uh this plays out. The the Browns are officially on the clock taking a peek at the room uh, while that was all going on and uh, it, with the Cowboys Stephen Jones was on his cell phone. Uh it seems to be he's been operating uh that way. Uh, at least through the first night, he's been taking a lot of calls instead of using the banks of phones in front. Of him. So, obviously, some guys got his own private number there and, and uh, going that direct route. Uh, we'll see uh, if, in fact, what uh, what transpires from that. Um, a lot of uh, really, we've talked about this, guys. A lot of really good football players uh, in in waiting right now that uh, could be selected at, uh, as we get going in the second round. And we've t- we've.
4: T- also, I feel like there's been because I guess because they've had a night to sleep on it and yeah. get their boards ready, and then they had another day to get ready, and now we're finally getting back on the clock. It's like so many rumors about who might do what. I know earlier there was talk that hey, are the Cowboys talking about coming to number 32? Talked to Stephen Jones earlier. I said confirm or deny. He said deny. So <laughs> we kind of see what's happening, and I think being being just a couple of picks away. I think you start playing a game like we all have our rankings of our players. We all have our board set out and what we'd like to see happen. And you're talking about certain players to open it up, Emmanuel Ogba, the uh, defensive end from Oklahoma State. And you almost play a game with your team where you're watching and you're hoping to hear certain names come off. Just because different people see guys differently. You have a different evaluation on a player. And there's a couple of names that you kind of hope to hear another team call that name so that your team doesn't have that option. Right. Even though a lot of people are going to think, hey, this player is really good. Boy, you, you talk uh,
2: about my life in the draft room right there. I'm
4: talking about an Oklahoma State defensive end right now. <laughs> that I'd really like to see go at number 32 so he's not an option at 34. Jimmy Bean? Uh, no, no, oh, no. The no, other one. Yes, okay. the other gotcha. one. Yes,
2: the other one. Yeah. Well, uh, if you look at Cleveland's, uh, they addressed last night. They went wide receiver uh, with their uh, with their pick uh, with Coleman, uh, and outside they're looking outside uh, defensive lineman, defensive end, uh, the quarterback possibility. And do then, they love Connor uh, Cook uh, enough? Yeah, and then an. If off- you were going
4: to do that, wouldn't you have picked a pick sooner?
2: Then Wouldn't you, you to,
3: want a fifth year? I, but then yeah. you have to give up a pick. And they don't like to yeah.
2: do that. Y- y- this is going to sound really strange. I know you're going to hate me saying this, but I'd heard some whispers that they like Kessler from uh from USC. We're in the They're... second round. I'm Brian. Just, I just no no no, I have just said but we're talking quarterbacks. We're talking quarterbacks. It might not they might not hit the guy here early. Right. I'm just saying though, Cody Kessel, keep an eye Will on you... that. Might be yeah, might be that, <laughs> that
3: tomorrow. Lake, the wind off Lake Erie. Well,
4: those that
2: ball's going to be all over. Dane, the place. I'm just telling you we might be talking tomorrow in this draft, but I think
4: back in the day when they had 15 rounds, you could <laughs> you could maybe talk about that a little bit.
2: Yeah. Well, the the, the... <laughs> just taking a shot at a player for just no taking a we got shot.
3: handshakes in the Cleveland yeah they
2: evidently have made the pick and uh it, you know we've talked about that their needs are uh, again defensive end could be a possibility here which, which is a shared their need quarterback with, with and our then, team. and then the offensive tackle and core and uh center talk to me about again these defensive ends we we have Spence we have Calhoun we have Ogba out of that group You know, you've talked about Ogba a bunch. Do you feel like you're on the right track there with Ogba?
3: Just the name that I've said has been talked about the most here. Um, I don't know how he fits that 3-4. It's interesting, but... Again, that's the that's the name that has been talked about the most and, and that I've heard the most not only with the Browns but other teams at the top of the second round.
2: Jeff, is uh, is anything any uh, you know we again I've talked about Spence how about your feeling? you said you don't want to take the player at all and you're hoping that the Browns make this pick, right? You just want to you want to just take this one off your board, don't you?
4: Yeah, that's you know I just I think for me personally for me personally I right. look down at my board and you talk about defensive ends and I know the Cowboys have a need at it. I like Jonathan Bullard. Yeah. You know, and ahead ahead of the Oklahoma State kid, I like Ronald Blair at Appalachian State. And that's one of the guys that I think is the hardest to pin where he's going to go because yeah. you're talking about small school, bad combine, tape against a lot of small schools, all-star game where he was hurt, all sorts of things with him. But Shalik Calhoun, Kevin Dodd, to me... There's just other defensive ends I prefer, so I would love to hear Oba's name called here.
2: Well, it looks like the pick is in for the Browns. They're talking about it uh, right now on the television side of it, though. Uh, we, we, We sat down and watched a little bit more tape of him Did you find any positives? I I mean, I'm trying to think about the Cowboys here, but I mean, just give me some. Is there some things that you kind of saw from him that you would make you believe that, hey, this, you know? There's
4: positives, and I think you can. I don't even know if you should say start because there's a lot of positives. You're talking about a 13 sack guy. That's production. Right. You're talking about the measurables at the combine. That's athleticism. I think there's a lot of things to like about the guy. I think the motor is good. I, I just saw a guy that to me, it's. He managed to get the corner on guys without really having any sort of bend, and I don't know how often that's going to work in, in the NFL, but you're watching a guy that he pulled it off. He was yeah. a productive player. He measures really well. So you
2: sound like you would prefer like a guy like Calhoun as opposed to uh, Ogba. I really like Bullard. Yeah, oh, like, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, I like okay. Bowler because I like. I at the edge those right yeah. in right yeah. in rusher. So that's kind of right. what I was thinking about right there. So they've said that the if pit- you're going right in rusher, take Noah Spence. Yeah. Well, the uh, the uh, the Browns, in fact, the pick is in. We're just waiting for the commissioner to make the trip. Stephen Jones is on the phone. He's looking at his uh, his legal sheet in front of him, which would be his numbers for trade. Uh, he might have a team that's very interested now. At least uh, seeing where he's at. He's hung up the phone, uh, and I'm sure he'll convey that message to the rest of the room. Uh, what they're trying to move, uh, who's trying to move up and to maybe uh, take this pick. Uh, like I say, the Browns' pick is in. That would put Tennessee on the clock. Uh, we're just uh, not uh, moving along here very quickly uh, as far as... Uh, Are they
4: walking it in from Cleveland? I don't know. They probably forgot
2: over. how the Browns, yeah, they, they seem to be trading back and back and back, mm-hmm. and so maybe they lost track of where their table is on this... Uh, on this uh, on this draft uh, area here, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I you know I I I just see I, I think you're right though, Damien. We talked about that the first need it, it could very well be ok. Well, here's here's the commissioner. I believe the commissioner is going to make this pick. They had the nice long walk last night, and so looks like maybe Paul Warfield with him. I'm not going to. Guess here, but I did throw that out. I I just did did guess. guess. How about that? Uh, Paul Warfield. He's a former uh, Browns great. So let's go to the podium. Here we go. Cleveland
5: Browns selection. Please welcome from the Ohio State University, the eleventh overall pick of the 1964 draft by the Browns, 1983 Hall of Fame inductee, wide receiver Paul
6: Warfield. baller. With the 32nd pick in the 2016 NFL draft, the Cleveland
7: Browns select Emmanuel Ogba. Yeah, there you go. Defensive end
6: Ofla,
3: I, I tweeted this, uh, this earlier, how Emmanuel Ogba has been the name that I heard
2: more and more yeah. and
3: more. and How's that warm room looking right now? Because I think this is the guy they wanted at 34.
2: Yes, yeah, so, well, Stephen Jones is working the phones hard right now. and he to is, get out of that pick. I think they're trying to move this pick. Yeah. This puts Tennessee on the clock uh, in front of them. And, and I just want to go through uh, potentially what Tennessee's needs are real quick uh, for everybody out there so they have an idea. Stephen Jones, again, it's obviously he's trying to move this pick. Will McClay and Jason Garrett and those guys looking up at that board uh, trying to figure this out uh, Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. What are we Eventually, looking for? Yeah, here uh, with Tennessee? I got. Uh, uh, we, they took the uh, they took the offensive tackle last night, right? Yep. So we're looking at we're talking about interior defensive lineman, maybe an outside linebacker, maybe a safety, though. Uh, we, you know, we're, a, a lineman again. We're talking about defensive lineman. there are some guys on this board that are inside players. We've talked about Billings. We've talked about Reed. You know, there's, there's now some, you know, we got the, one of the defensive ends picked off. Uh, you know, could, could we see, you know, what do you guys feel about, again, Bullard or Dodd here for Tennessee? Would that hurt you? If Dodd or Bullard were to go for Tennessee, Would that how would that affect you right now? I, I
3: think we're looking defensive line here with Tennessee. Yeah. Um, this is a team that needs a lot of help on defense, and I, there's a lot of options here they could go. Uh, whether it's a pass rusher or a defensive lineman, uh, the Alabama guys are there. Ogba's gone, and we're going to see a little run on these pass rushers, I yeah. think. I mean, with the teams that we have here, with Tennessee up next, Dallas up next, who are the two guys we talked about most about the defensive ends uh, for the Cowboys at 34? Ogba and Dodd. Yeah. And, you know, Ogba's off the board. What about this next pick? It could Could the Tennessee Titans pluck that other guy that they were considering uh, in Dodd? The pick's
2: in. Well, the pick is in, and they're shaking it. Steven Jones. Boy, they're having some trouble in the war room right now. The phones just aren't working for me. They, they went to an alternative line to see if they can uh, get Stevens trying to make the pick is in. That would then put uh, Dallas on the clock uh, if, when, in fact, this pick is in. So, Steven Jones trying to move. Jerry Jones <laughs> patiently looking at his numbers. Yeah,
4: we got some math going on. Yeah, over we got there. a lot
2: of math going on right now. So, look for Dallas to potentially move out of this pick. They might have just lost their guy. Uh, we'll see. You talked about Je- – Jeff, what do you like about Dodd? If it, it, we, the, that we – we Dodd, you seem to like Bullard a little bit better than Dodd. But, th- again, does this hurt you, though, if you lose one or either one of those guys?
4: You know, I think it, I, I think it can hurt the Cowboys because, yeah. like, like Dane is saying, those are the two names we heard the most. Dodd was a guy that visited Valley Ranch. But for a guy who was sort of a one-year producer at Clemson, and to me – it's hard not to watch a Clemson game and compare him to the guy on the other side. Yeah, and with Shaq Lawson, I'm watching a guy who's so powerful. He's so young. There's an athleticism there. And with Dodd, it, the word I kind of use is nifty yeah. as a pass rusher. Like I think yeah. he, he's slippery. Yeah, he's yeah. creative with yeah. the way that he uses his hands yeah. to to sort of keep himself free. Nothing about him really jumped out at me as a prospect that I love as a pass rusher, yeah. but he's a guy that just, he sort of found a way to get it done, so he's an intriguing player. I don't dislike the player, but it's just not somebody I'm jumping at when I'm basically at the end of the first round and making a pick.
2: Dane, talk to me about Bullard real quick, if you could.
3: I, I love Bullard as a left end and a guy that can kick inside as a three technique on passing downs. I, I love his penetration, his, it, the quickness off the snap, his block recognition, and his ability to convert that first step into power is exactly what you want uh, whether it's on the edge or it's on the interior. He's not that, you know, speed demon around the edge. He's just, you know, he's going to capture the edge and uh, have that flexibility. He's got a little awkward body type as well. But with Bullard, I think he can be uh, a disruptor, whether you play him at left end, you play him inside, he has that versatility.
2: Well, Dallas is apparently on the clock, and they've been on the clock now for a while, and Stephen Jones is frantically working these phones. they get like, the best offer here, yeah, Brian. we got to get them all in. Yeah, I mean, Stephen is trying his best to field as many calls as he can. Uh, Chris Hall down in the bottom uh, right of the screen is on the phone with Robert Blackwell in Chicago. So let's see what Stephen – he just hung up the phone, and uh, they're, they're working hard to figure this out. So I think it looks like everybody's kind of in agreement that they might move this pick – I, again, I, I'm saying this. Let's see if, uh, Chris, is, if Chris hangs up that phone, uh, then they're probably going to move this pick. That got a little dicey for them uh, <laughs> right now. Let's see.
3: Well, and this is interesting. And, well, here we got the commissioner coming okay, the Okay, the commissioner's podium.
2: coming to the podium. Let's see who the Tennessee Titans took. And then the Dallas Cowboys will be on the clock right after that.
5: To announce the Tennessee Titans selection, please welcome, from the University of Florida... The 16th overall draft pick by the Titans in 1999, defensive end, Javon Curse.
6: And with the 33rd pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the Tennessee Titans select Kevin Dodd, All right. and backer Clemson. That's All what right. we talked about. The
3: Kevin top D- two defensive ends. There you go. First two picks in the second round, both gone.
2: Yeah, and uh, that's uh, Kevin Dodd. So, Dane, you said it earlier that uh, these we could get a little bit of a run. Uh, Will McClay, he's on the phone. Chris Hall has just hung up the phone from Chicago. Uh, Will is trying to uh, do a little work to himself. And so let's see. There's The uh, handshakes are going around. I don't know if you shake hands if you're moving picks. But, uh, you know, let's think about, uh, think about some possibilities here. Uh, you know, Dallas – We've talked about, you know, no defensive, uh, no defensive uh, ends right now. That nobody that you really like. We've talked about some, uh, you know, maybe even some linebackers here. Uh, you know, we defensive backs. I mean, could could there be any picks that really surprise you? Would one of would would one of the, the injured players maybe surprise you? In
4: I'll, a good, I, I think in a good way. Right, I don't know. I yeah. guess, I guess my gut over the last couple of days has been that I don't know how far Miles, Jack, or Noah Spence would have to slide for the Cowboys to actually consider him. Right. Although Stephen, when we talked to him on the show, he he did acknowledge. He said it right to us that yes. Noah Spence is on our board, right? And today talking to him, he said, "Yeah, we've got a couple of first round guys still there." Yeah, and he said, "But some of them, you know, he mentioned medical and other things." So it sounds like they may have evaluated
2: these guys as first round players and, and yeah. had them there on the board it's just a matter of when will you take them. And you know, we talk about that. Let's we, 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 we with Jalen Smith, pick and them. here's here's the pick. No trade. Yeah, no trade. The Cowboys made this pick. Let's see who they took.
5: From the University of Miami, the 11th overall pick in the 1988 draft by the Dallas Cowboys, 2007 Hall of Fame inductee, wide receiver Michael Irving. Give
1: it
7: up,
8: Irv.
9: Here Here we go. Thank you, guys. With the 34th pick
7: in the 2016 NFL draft, the Dallas Cowboys select... Jalen
9: Smith, linebacker, Notre Dame. Wow.
7: Wow. Who
3: would have thought Jalen Smith ahead of Miles Jack? Holy cow. Unbelievable.
4: Holy cow. Yeah. When do we anticipate that he can play
2: football? Well, the doctors, the –
4: I mean, we, 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 I've, Dr.
2: Cooper did the surgery right. on him.
3: We've mentioned this We mentioned this on the draft show. I, I mentioned this, that there were some around the league that thought Jalen Smith, they'd rather take a chance on Jalen Smith than Miles Jack. Because with Jalen Smith, it's more of a, you know, kind of, we just have to wait. We have to be patient. With Miles Jack, it's that knee's just going south, and it's not going to get any better. Yeah. So with Jalen Smith, it's, it's a redshirt year. But man, this could pay off huge. It's a big risk here at 34.
4: Yeah, at 34. I'm surprised this team is taking risks. I know it's a totally different one from the ones that have sort of let them down, but I, just everything well, that I had heard about Jalen Smith, right, just percentages and when he might be able to play. It's the
3: opposite of the first round. The first round pick is win now, the second round pick is for the future. So it's, it's very interesting.
2: I have, to, I have to admit, though, I am, I am shocked that they took Jalen Smith here at this uh, particular time. And with all the things that we've talked about with defense, potentially with guys on the board, you know, as far as – but, again, they don't care what we think. It's about what they think. And, uh, you know, I, I would be really – I'll be interested to hear the description uh, about uh, of why they went this route, uh, Jalen Smith, the linebacker, He's not going to play football this year, guys. He's not going to play for you, and and let's see if uh, what happens uh, next year as far as but uh, doctor uh, uh, doctor Cooper, very fine uh, surgeon here in Dallas, Texas, a team doctor for the Cowboys, did his surgery. They have the uh, they have the uh, the uh, understanding of where uh, he is at medically. Uh, He was at the recheck. This guy is uh, an outstanding football player uh, when healthy. Uh, You know, he would have given – he would have been a top-five selection uh, if healthy. And so, you know, and maybe he would have been a guy that the Cowboys would have taken at four if he was healthy. But uh, they grab him here at 34. I am – I, I again i I'm, I'm very, very surprised that they, uh, that they went the, this route. Everybody in the uh, war room looks very uh pleased with the pick. Uh, I just find it's uh, a very interesting route to go for a team that needs defensive help, and they, they're taking a huge risk here in my opinion.
4: yeah, I mean I guess I'll be very interested to hear the press conference because yeah. because like you say, this team is going to know as well as anybody. What it means for him right. medically, but yeah. well, I had not heard anything that made me think Jalen Smith is going to be rip roaring and ready to go in even in 2017. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we'll see. Yeah. Heck of a
3: player, but, though. I, again, and some doctors felt better about Smith's than Jack's injury because they feel it's just a matter of time and being patient. Um, but again, no one knows more about this injury than the Cowboys.
2: That Doctor Cooper again. I, I can't emphasize the the type of surgeon that he is. He's uh, you know they they've got your guy in Alabama, Dr. Cooper's right there with him. So uh this is one of those ones where you just you know you're 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 hopefully betting on the come right here with the with the need that in fact that he can rehab, he can be healthy. Uh everybody again in the worm is very happy. Now I wonder where Miles Jack is going to go. Dane, you've talked about that. I think now that we saw Jalen Smith get picked, I think Miles Jack will be Down the line, maybe one, two, three picks down the road. Picks in right now for the San Diego Chargers. They're picking behind the Cowboys at 35. Let's go to the podium.
5: Chargers selection, please welcome from San Jose State University the 22nd overall draft pick by the Chargers in 1983, cornerback Gilbert.
6: With the 35th pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the San Diego Chargers select Hunter Henry, tight end, Arkansas. Third There's
3: uh, Antonio Gates understudying
6: so future Henry. replacement.
2: Yeah, so Hunter Henry is your guy, uh, the tight end. Uh, Jeff, talk a little bit about Hunter Henry as far as. Outstanding catch!
4: Yeah, I don't think his scouting report is very complicated. Yeah, I think a guy that'll get downfield for you, a guy that's going to catch everything. And 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 I don't—that's not being too generous with the phrase "catch everything." You right. might say that for a lot of people, but with Hunter Henry, it's really true. You give him a chance to catch it, and he's going to catch it. You ask him to block right. it, ain't going to work.
2: Yeah, the, vacuum hands. Yeah, he's he is one of the one of the better uh, pass receiving tight ends that you will ever see. Okay, we're going to take a break right here. Uh, when we come back, we'll get more in draft coverage. You're listening to 2016 NFL draft. will continue in a moment on DallasCowboys.com and 105.3 The Fan.
8: The excitement of Cowboys football is back. Sean Lee blitzed the second. And there is no better place to catch the action than at AT&T Stadium. Your Dallas Cowboys host the Giants, Eagles, Bears, and more. Nothing compares to the energy in our house on game days. Up for
4: grabs in the end zone. Go!
8: Single game tickets starting as low as $29 are on sale now. Get your tickets before they're gone. Visit DallasCowboys.com or call 1-800-745-3000.
10: Caller, let me help you.
11: My roommate has been wearing my clothes. What should I do?
10: Go to AT&T. They're giving you up to $650 in value to help you switch when you trade in your current smartphone and buy a new one on AT&T next.
11: Wow, $650? How does that help with my situation?
10: $650 in value can help you save up for your own place or a really nice deadbolt. AT&T, mobilizing your world.
6: Limited time offer. Each line requires eligible port-in, trade-in, purchase, and service. Get minimum of $10 trading credit plus prepaid card and amount of device balance or early termination fee less trading. Fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See store for details.
9: There are more than 32,000 different beers out there, and yet light beer is one of the hardest beers in the world to brew. Why? Because there are no heavy flavors to hide any imperfections. And Miller Lite just happens to have won more gold medals than any American light beer. Now there's some barroom trivia for you. It's
12: Miller time great beer, great responsibility. 2016 Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Average analysis 12 fluid ounce, 96 calories, 3.2 grams carbs, 1 gram protein, 0 grams fat.
13: Dallas Cowboys Star Magazine brings you behind-the-scenes coverage with in-depth player stories, entertaining columns, a pull-out poster, and of course, your Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders. Subscribe now and get 32 issues throughout the year, including our season breakdown and the stunning Cheerleader swimsuit issue. Star is delivered to your door for only $39.95 per year, or go digital for just $14.99 a year through our free Star Magazine app. Call
2: one eight seven seven nfc boys today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, cowboy legends, cheerleaders, and me, Brian Broaddus. Want to stay at the team hotel? With Star Sports Tours, you can. And our outstanding ticket selection is unmatched. You can trust the official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit starsportstours.com to book your travel packages today.
14: Hey Cowboy fans, this is Dan Bailey. I've developed a game day ritual that's all my own. I brew up a cup of Bigelow American Breakfast, a bold-flavored black tea with 50% more caffeine. That extra caffeine gives me a sustained energy to get through the day. Whether I'm kicking field goals at home or on the road, I always pack Bigelow American Breakfast tea, knowing it will give me that extra kick that I need. So next time you are in your local grocer, pick up a box of American Breakfast or visit BigelowTea.com for information on all varieties of Bigelow tea.
1: This is continuing coverage of the 2016 NFL Draft on DallasCowboys.com and 105.3 The Fan.
2: Back here on uh, from the SWBC Mortgage Studios, Brian Broadus, Dane Brugler, Kevin Turner, and Jeff Kavanaugh. We're all trying to catch our breaths right now. Uh, Jacksonville has now uh, uh, they are on the clock, or actually, they're going to turn the pick in right now. They got this pick from uh, Baltimore for pick 146. So, we go to the podium and the commissioner with Jacksonville's pick. Jacksonville
5: Jaguars selection, please welcome, from the University of Florida, the ninth overall pick in the 1998 draft by the Jaguars, running back
2: Fred Taylor. Yay, Fred Taylor!
6: (laughs) With the 36th pick in the 2016 NFL draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select... Miles
3: Jack, you linebacker, UCLA. Unreal. Who would have thought Jalen Ramsey and Miles Jack to the Jaguars? That's two of the best athletes in this draft. Yeah. And Miles Jack plays four years in this, in this league? Yeah. That's, that's worth it.
2: It seems like to me that, uh, you know, all the things that, and again, it's, they're going to explain to us tonight when they have this press conference, you know, and, and I guarantee you, the, you know, Dr. Cooper is a heck of a doctor. He really, really is, and uh, but you know this. This they just took a guy at uh, at thirty four that is not going to play, whereas Jacksonville took a guy that is going to play. He might play for four or five years. He might play four games. He might play fourteen years. We don't know. Two that. of
4: the most talented players in the entire draft that Jacksonville has drafted now. And yeah. They got one of them in the thirties. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah,
3: say the same thing about the Cowboys.
4: But it yeah. just but the I unknown. don't know. I, my feeling is just I. That is the linebacker that I wanted. Sure, absolutely. That's just me. That's, that yeah, is the yeah. linebacker that I wanted. Do you think the Cowboys panicked at all here? Do you think they, they the, –
3: Ogbo was their guy. He goes at 32. They try to trade back maybe and still get Smith. A trade doesn't happen. Can't get it done. They just take their guy there. you, you think maybe a little bit of panic or what
2: yeah, do you think? I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, it looked like to me there was a lot of grabbing phones, a lot of trying to move. That question needs to be asked. You know, as you watch the war room cam go on, you Steve, were scared that somebody was going to take Jalen Smith in the thirties. Yeah, well, I guarantee you, Jerry and Stephen Jones will tell us that Belichick and them were probably. Where's New England picking? New England picking there at uh, sixty one or something like that, or 60, one of those picks. He probably would have said, "Oh, well, they'll just they're going to they're going to grab it." I, I just I don't know. I, I just I felt like that that uh, there's other players on this board. That uh, they could have used it to, to help right now, immediate help. If if in fact that uh, that Jalen Smith works out, you know, down the road he works out. You know, that's uh, that's just the, the the thing about it is it's that's the unfortunate thing uh, that we have to uh, that uh, we we yeah. don't know we don't know that that's yeah I don't, you're right it, here I am because we don't know the conversations that yeah we've we, don't, we don't know and and we we do need to figure this out though about what we saw in that war room. Sure. And Stephen Jones and... trying to trade. Okay, Kansas City, real quick, Katie. Kansas yeah. City it was on the clock. Uh, they were behind. Uh, they got this pick from uh, San Francisco. And uh, so let's see. This will be the pick uh 37. Uh, for uh, but uh, for the for the uh, for the draft and then for the Chiefs it will be the second round pick. So what we, I'm sorry.
15: Kate. Well, I was just gonna say like the word panic was thrown out about the scene and it was telecommunications insanity in there. There's right. six or seven phones and and twelve people and twenty four arms you know hitting numbers. Like, but we have no idea what the discussion was. It did sure appear like they were trying to trade out though, didn't it? Didn't yeah. It look like I mean they were just staring at the trade chart and making calls. But like, is that what we where we thought? I mean Jalen Smith is that.
4: That was three I, or four
15: it, rounds ahead of where
4: I thought Jalen Smith. Yeah. Well, not, not where board. I thought he would go. I heard or had seen people picking him to go much earlier, but where I would take the risk that, from everything that I've heard about that injury, where I think that risk is worthwhile is like the fifth or sixth round. Yeah. And that was at the top of two with first-round players on the board. Yeah. And he's probably one of the first-round players on talent. Sure. But you're talking about a board that's sitting there with Noah Spence and Miles Jack and Andrew
2: Billings. The commissioner is coming with a pick here, Brian. Yeah, here we go. The Chiefs have got the selection, and uh, let's see what direction they go. Here's commissioner. To
5: announce the Kansas City Chiefs selection, please welcome from Auburn University an undrafted free agent in 1995 and recent inductee into the Chiefs' ring and Hall of Fame, Fullback Tony Richardson.
7: Thank you. With the 37th pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select Chris Jones, defensive tackle, Mississippi State.
2: And there you go, Chris Jones. The defensive tackle, Mississippi State. I'm still shaking up over here. <laughs> I'm still, I don't. I, I think we need. I'm stunned. I'm think, still stunned. Yeah, I think that we just need to take our breath and, <laughs> and get us our composure we back. Have
8: people asking us on Twitter if y'all could just clarify what the injury is to Jalen and why it's so dangerous. I guess a lot of a lot of questions about that.
2: We could pull that. We could pull that up if we could about yeah, yeah. KT. You have that in front of you though.
3: Well, it, the original injury—it's—it's—it it, was a it, torn ACL and LCL. Right, and that was the original injury in the Fiesta Bowl in January on New Year's Day, and then he had surgery. And the the question was, it was a it drop foot. Yeah, you know that—that's kind of the issue. He has to regrow basically a tendon. Yeah, uh, and so it's—it's—and that it's, sounds as difficult as it as it is.
2: Half a half—I've heard half a centimeter a month. Right or half an inch a month, excuse me. How many inches do we need? It's intended. And, I (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to act like I'm a dog, but it it just, this year is out of the question. Now, the next year, can you get him back? That's the the whole thing. I mean, this is clearly a take the player, stash the player, and hope like heck that it all comes back. And there's been people that said that this could be a, he's got a 10% chance coming back, a 20%. I I had
3: one team... Telling me that their doctors said there's 20 percent chance that Jalen Smith would ever play again. Yeah, and now obviously that's one team's opinion, and the the Cowboys they have more intel than anyone else with uh, Dr. Cooper, you know, right. the Team doctor performing the surgery, so you know it's. I don't want to you know start bashing this pick. You know let's let's we have to wait and see how it plays out, but. It's awfully risky. I mean, that, it, it's absolutely fair to say this is a very, very risky pick.
15: And, you know, people are kind of impatient, though, when it comes to that. We just did the uh, sure. win now move and go get Zeke, and then you Polar follow opposite. that up with a guy who's not going to play next year. Yeah. That's a lot for, uh, for fans to process. I totally understand mean, that.
3: Yeah, picking top 35 in the draft, you want an instant contributor, and that's not the case here.
2: Okay, it looks like to me, just looking down, that the, uh, the Miami Dolphins are on the clock. So this is a pick that went from Jacksonville to Baltimore. Now it's Miami's pick. It's at pick 238. Uh, pick is going to be in. We're going to get an interview here before. throw out a guess? Yeah, throw out a guess. Anybody? Like, uh, let's talk about really what the, the team needs a little bit for, uh, for the Dolphins are. Well, they, go ahead, KT. They want a running back, right?
3: There's an Alabama running back available. Alabama
2: running back available. Let's see. Uh, let's see if that, what else we got. Uh, running back available. Uh, cornerback would be a need. So they need a cornerback.
3: Yeah. Byron Maxwell is kind of their best guy, and yeah. He was a, Ooh, they
2: don't mind
4: small guys, do they? Brent Grimes was a small guy. Yeah. Mackenzie right? Alexander. They'd be a yeah. good spot for
15: Mackenzie Alexander. Yeah.
2: Well, it's a new it's a new regime down there too. General manager, new coaching staff. Uh, How did Miami get to this pick? This this is a this was a. It, it looks like to me the pick went from Jacksonville, Jacksonville Traded, to Baltimore, right. and Baltimore probably moved it to moved it uh, again. Moved it again. So, so
3: Miami's trading up to get their guy. Yeah.
2: Interesting. So, yeah. So we'll see uh, here. But uh, and we talked about uh, the cornerback, running back. Uh, let me Those ask, are the
3: top two needs. Yeah. Uh, well I, let
2: me ask you this though. Uh we you, you talked about we all kind of understand uh Dixon, Booker, Henry, those guys. Uh, talk to me about these corners. Alexander, Howard, Xavier Howard. Yeah, I, I think Xavier Howard doing you, you guys. Fuller, Fuller
3: Tech. I mean they it they might be they're going d- some size here. I think know? they need to go defense with this pick. Right. And I think those those corners you mentioned um are all worthy at this point. Xavier Howard to me was the fifth corner off the board, or that's where he ranked on my rankings. Right. Um, uh, he's not the prototype in terms of fundamentals and you know mechanics, but he's got ball skills. He has instincts. He knows how to play the position.
2: Yeah, Jeff, can you uh, talk a little bit about what you think about uh, if they go running back? How about about Henry or or go Dixon Booker? Any one of those guys you want to pick if they go running back?
4: Yeah, if you go. Running back, I've got Kenneth Dixon and Devontae Booker um, both ahead of Derrick Henry. Yeah. Because I think those are the guys that are your, your three down backs in terms of run it, catch it, block and it. And I
3: think that's what Adam Gase is looking for, the new head coach Miami. He needs a guy that's going to be a big part of the passing game. Yeah. And that's been a little bit of a question with Derrick Henry, so uh, yeah, that could play up a- Uh, You know, a part into this pick.
2: Well, the Dolphins have they got this pick. Jacksonville originally, when the day started, had this pick. It then went to Baltimore. Now it belongs to Miami, and uh, we've we've talked a little bit about uh, Miami. Let's watch
4: them take Xavier Howard you like Xavier Howard? Yeah, just NFL, over six foot. It's it's what the NFL loves in their cornerbacks right now. Like Mackenzie Alexander is a really yeah. good player, but being 5'10", yeah. all of a sudden you start dropping rounds, right. and guys who are over six foot, it's like bang, 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 they come off the board.
2: Okay, well, real quick, Kent Garrison, some producer on the fly. we got the Jalen Smith secret audio. Uh, let's go to that on DallasCowboys.com and 105.3 The Fan.
0: Jalen, this is Jerry Jones with the Dallas Cowboys. How you, How you doing, Jerry
1: Jones? Well, we're doing fine, and it's great to be talking to to a Dallas Cowboy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, uh, we're excited. you got a lot of support around this place. And so uh, we're very excited. You're a hell of a, <laughs> hell of a player, but you're coming to a hell of a place and some great coaches. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Jalen, here's our uh, uh, head coach, Jason Garrett. He wants to say something to you.
0: Yes, sir. Jalen. How you doing? I'm doing great. Congratulations, man. Oh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much. Well, we're so excited to have you, and, uh, you know, you're going to love it here. And
16: uh,
0: I just want to say congratulations, and can't wait to get you down here and get your work. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, sir. You got it.
2: All right, we're back there from uh, Jalen Smith. Call? Seem very happy, very relieved. (laughs) Well, hopefully, you
4: know, hopefully this goes well and we can't say it enough that this team's doctors and training staff know as much as anybody, if not more, about that player. So hopefully after Rolando McClain plays out this contract to get into twenty seventeen and all of a sudden it's Jalen Smith standing next to Sean
15: Lee, that's I think that's that's the positive picture you want to draw about it. Yep. Never a dull moment with the Dallas Cowboys. Never a dull moment with the Dallas Cowboys. It looks like Roger Goodell is up at the podium. Yeah, he's at the podium, and the Dolphins have the uh, selection
5: Please welcome,
15: from Syracuse
5: University, the eighth overall pick in the 1968 draft by the Dolphins, 1987 Hall of Fame inductee, fullback Larry Zonka. You're just applauding for me because I look like Butkus. <laughs>
9: nice. <laughs> With a
5: 38th pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Xavier Howard, defensive back from Baylor.
2: So, Xavier Howard, guy we talked about, different regime down there now, different general manager. You know,
4: out with the little corners. Out with the little in cor- with the big. Yeah, out with the big.
2: Uh, we've talked about him. Uh, we all love his size. We all love the ability of him to play press, man. Uh, just a. Doesn't miss a lot of tackles, no, looks
4: back for the ball. A lot of good. Uh, I mean, in my notes, I don't have him as one of the really truly sticky cover
2: guys in terms of man-to-man defense. But yeah, some questions about zone coverage. If I'm right, I'm right about that, KT yeah. and, and Dane, right? Some, of the, some maybe some issues there.
3: And the thing with Davian Howard is not always going to look pretty, but he gets results. Uh, yeah. He does a lot of wide receiver-like things at the catch point. Uh, the ball skills are there. Um, I, I think he he needs technique work. There's no question about that, especially with his pedal and the way he collects his footwork on the move. But he's instinctive. He's always in phase with uh, the wide receiver. You, know, you rarely see him when he's not in within arm's length of the receiver. So he's always he always keeps himself in position to make a play on the
2: ball. Okay. A little handsy sometimes, but little, that's okay. yeah, little. Hand- but he's not like e- Eli Apple, who's very grabby. Oh my gosh, the, the, the Giants. We've seen that uh, that thing go. Okay, so um, Tampa Bay is now on the clock. Uh, Tampa Bay's needs coming in. Uh, looking at, uh, they were looking at some off, uh, excuse me, some defensive linemen either inside outside that could be defensive end, uh, offensive tackle. They addressed it with the corner uh, yesterday. Uh, still maybe looking for some defensive help here. Maybe one of the needs we talked about was uh, the uh, defensive end. Uh, on my board, I John still got, Muller. I still got guys like I got Noah Spence on my board. Yeah. I've got Spence's Calhoun on my board. Now. I've got you know I've got Billings they could use some inside help there Reed you know guys like that Calhoun is, is let me ask you this you know and I and when I said Noah Spence everybody kind of perked up a little bit yeah you know is this about the time now that you we're see? at pick thirty nine I, I thought yeah the, we're at pick
3: thirty nine I Noah Spence was twenty picks ago I thought yeah <laughs> you know I, it,
2: yeah I mean is, is this is, is this too simple where Tampa Bay goes in and, and they take like I said they take Spence. Calhoun. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just saying. Though I, I think it's at 39,
4: a, you could tell me Spence is going to miss four games every year, and I'd pick him. Yeah, <laughs> at 39, goodness. Well, let,
2: let, let's do this then. Okay, if, if if we talk about okay, we 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 touched on those interior guys. We touched on the interior guys, the Billings, and then the Reeds, Those kinds of guys who maybe the Tampa they could use those types. Of, but let's talk about Spence. We haven't really talked about him. We all understand his situation. There's some teams that think like, well, this guy might be a little bit of a con artist. You know, maybe they don't believe in all his whole thing. But his transgressions, I've said it a bunch, is far more removed right. than everyone else's transgressions. So long ago. Yeah. It's just
3: whenever you talk about a drug addiction, yeah. it's just it doesn't matter if it was five years ago or last week. It's just, it's tough to, you know, that drug addiction, that, that's that's a tough subject. And so, I don't know. I, I would have taken a chance on this player in the late first round, uh, you know, just People I've talked to, they speak highly of him as a person, his football character, his personal character,
4: his teammates. While doing the drug, coaches. he was on the basically honor roll of school. Like, this every, is true. Everything that he did. This is true. Yes, the guy liked and, to party on the weekends. And again, too much. I
3: give him credit for not bolting for the NFL when he was kicked out of the Big Ten. He went down yeah. a level to the FCS, rebuilt his image, and, you know, here we are now where. Or thought he did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I mean. Well, there's
2: some teams that, like I was saying, there's some teams that are just not too happy. This is the, uh, we're looking right now at Bucks War Room. They might be happy. They're, they're all shaking hands. Uh, they've, they've obviously got somebody in mind. So, uh, Tampa is on the clock. And here's the commissioner with the pick, which would be pick number 39. We
5: announce the Tampa Bay Buccaneers selection, please welcome, from LSU. Go the Tigers. The overall selection in the 1999 draft by the Buccaneers. Defensive tackle, Anthony McFarland.
7: Thank you. Yeah. This pick gives me great pleasure. With the 39th pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, my Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Noah Spence,
2: linebacker. Wow. Here we go. I mean, Noah Spence, the, 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 I think to me, and, and just looking at my board, there's some really good football players that come off this board in the last several picks. When uh, you look at the the Miles Jacks and the Noah Spences, and uh, it, it's it's that
4: reads like the top five. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, and you know, and again, it's uh, hey, it's it's their board. It's what they want to do, and uh, you know what? Uh, I'm interested to see how these guys all play, especially Noah Spence. Uh, I think that he is. Uh, I thought he was the best pass rush in the draft. I know yeah. Dane talking to you and working with you all. Uh, all uh, this spring, we, we've talked about maybe some issues of playing against the run, but uh, talk about him. Yeah, and and it's Spencer. not
3: that he's terrible against the run, he's just he needs some work, and he doesn't have the longest arms. He's not the strongest at the point of attack, but his specialty is getting after the passer, and he does that pretty darn well. I thought he had a good week at the Senior Bowl, and this is a player again, if not for the baggage, he's a top 15 pick. Um, but at this point in the draft, talk about tremendous value. Vernon Hargraves in the first, yeah. Noah Spence in the second, yeah. That, that's two darn good players right there for the
15: Bucs. Yeah, okay. The, okay. the best pass rusher in the draft never falls to forty or yeah. thirty-nine. who well, I it think, it I mean, insane. I know
2: I've I've gone on the ledge and said that I thought he was. I think he's going to be great down there. I'm, oh, and you're not alone on I the left. I, I, I mean, I, I am. Oh, I am totally okay with this guy. As a matter of fact, Dallas gets to play him this year too. So uh, you know, keep oh, it, no. keep an eye on that one as we as this materializes. But he starts off at Ohio State. You talk to people at Ohio State; they will tell you that he is better than the player who was picked third overall last night. And and we we have a lot of respect. For for Joey Bosa, but uh, hey, that's what it is. Okay, the Giants are on the clock. It looks like they're picks in. They need a receiver. Yeah, they need a receiver here badly. Okay, let's run through the receivers. Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas. We like Shepherd. Everybody's on everybody's on
15: board with Shepherd. Boy, that'd be good opposite of ODB. Yeah,
2: Shepherd. Yeah. Oh
15: my God. Well, tell us a little or bit about Ma- Shepard. or Michael Thomas. Yeah, Michael or Lee. Michael Thomas. Okay, Shepherd is one of the better route runners in okay. the entire you draft. Tell,
2: okay, tell me about you. Tell me about Thomas, and and then Jeff, you tell
15: me about. Uh Shepherd. I know and this is I mean, this is a both guys that Jeff really likes a lot who used yeah. to be a former wide receiver yeah. in college. Right, one, of, Thomas, one of the finest. Michael Thomas a guy who gets separation and has that size at six three, kind of that herky jerky motion, very good competitor, always gets open. Uh, that's one thing you notice all the time. And you can say the same thing, although he doesn't have the same size as Thomas, you can say the same thing about yeah.
2: Shepard. Okay, quick thing about Shepard as they walk the cart. Oh, uh,
4: we'll just we'll just let him make
2: the pick, see which one they
4: got, and okay. then we'll talk but about you, how awesome
2: But they you are. think it's you think it's a wide receiver here, right? Yeah, Giants got the selection in.
4: To
5: announce the New York Giants selection, please welcome from the University of Georgia the 24th overall selection in the 1990 draft by the Giants, running back Rodney Hampton. With the Friday pick
1: in the 2016 NFL draft, our New York Giants select Sterling Shepard. Oh my gosh!
15: Oh, is this the part where Jeff quits the show? <laughs> all right. Oh my gosh. Taking. all my guys. We uh, well, talked about this. as the
2: board? It, it was. It was. The board was set up for a run. And you know, you just had to had to be on the train. Nobody's nobody's trading out of these picks. I mean, we've seen a couple of trades. <laughs> welcome but...
4: Shepherd and welcome yeah. Doxson to the yeah. NFC. Good thing yes. the Cowboys drafted a corner in the yeah. second, so they could cover
3: <laughs> Beckham yeah. and Shepherd. Yeah,
2: Sterling Shepherd. One of my, I tell you what, this guy's one of my favorite players. Oh, really, yeah. really I, well, mean, I don't know
3: how you couldn't like him. And yeah. honestly, I was late to the party on Shepherd because I he was about my tenth wide receiver at the end of the season, and then watching him at the Senior Bowl, watching more on him throughout the process. I was like, yeah, I've got this guy too low. I mean, yeah. he, okay, he's better than this guy. Right. He's better than this guy. And he was in a finished, uh, you know, when I finished my rankings in March, he was at my number five receiver in this draft. So uh, it's a great pick for the Giants, and it definitely gives Eli another toy to play with.
15: He does such a good job of playing with multiple speeds out there to yeah. tease defenders, throw a defensive backs off, throw it into gear. I have a quick Senior Bowl memory. Yeah, go ahead. When it, they, they do one of the squads practice at a field in this kind of town across the bridge over there. And uh, the thing, it was raining. At yeah. yeah, it was it was raining and the field was not in really good shape and we're sitting there on the sideline and, and Sterling Shepard's flying all over the place I'm like wait I thought he was a really good route runner he can't even plant his foot in and sticking and well the field was in really bad shape sure. so like uh, wipe discount that day at the senior bowl practice yeah. so, Man, a great pick for uh, for the Giants there at 40 and now the Bills are on the clock at 41. Okay picks in for the Bills quickly There needs uh, an outside linebacker rush
2: this was all going in inside linebacker quarterback. Uh, you know, we talked about. Uh, we still got a guys. What about quarterback? We got, we, well, we We got. We got like any linebacker. I mean, we've uh, maybe a linebacker here. I and mean, this there's several. Trade-up. A those, Yeah, another trade up here. With Chicago, I, I, I've got a first round linebacker on my board still. If they're taking a linebacker, I'm, ta- I'm taking Reggie Ragland here. Yeah. If they're if, if I'm a lot looking of at, heart
4: that Reggie Ragland. Yeah, exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. If I'm looking at them and they're saying inside linebacker yeah. is one of their team needs, and I'm looking at my board and I'm sitting there right now at 41. I'm taking Reggie Ragland right here. Uh, that
3: Rex Ryan defense already added Shaq Lawson. Oh, they, a bumper inside. Those, like, yeah,
2: Chan Gailey like is not going to get an offensive player here. Get no. ready. It's going to be all about. But if, 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 the, if I'm looking at their team needs, and I say inside linebacker being one of them, and I'm thinking one of the best outside linebackers is on this. Wait, sh- he,
3: he hits anything that moves. He, yeah. He's going to come up and thump you. And it, he's a form tackler, explodes through his hips, through his target. And, and he just—he's violent, and that's the way he plays the game, and that's the way he'll always play the game. Now, obvious questions about some th- on third down. What is he?
2: Now, he's a rush. I mean, remember he was rushing exactly. in Alabama. And maybe that's
3: not what he does. Can he hold up in coverage? Now, I mean, he'll stroke guys over the middle. Uh, you know, so he can draw, play a little bit of zone. But right. It's interesting. Uh, yeah. if that—if that's what they're coming up to get. Yeah.
15: See, I, I thought Spence would have been a, a a team for Buffalo that would have made a lot of sense. A player for Buffalo that would have made a lot of sense. But uh, I'm with you. You look at their needs. They do need linebacker help. Reggie Ragland from Alabama makes a lot of sense, assuming they've you know done their work and made sure that the uh, the hard issue is, is nothing that they see to be a long-term issue.
2: Okay, well, uh, the commissioner's making his way to the podium. It looks like he's got Bruce Smith in tow. Oh, and wow. let's see what the Buffalo Bills do with pick. This will be number 41 in the second round.
5: To announce the Buffalo Bills selection, please welcome, from Virginia Tech, the number one overall pick of the 1985 draft. Bills, 2009 Hall of Fame inductee, defensive end, Bruce Smith.
8: Not with a Bruce. With <laughs> the 31st pick
2: in the 2016 NFL Draft, the Buffalo Bills select... Reggie Raglin, there you go. Yeah, you tell me you need an inside linebacker. Is one of your team needs, and my guy's sitting there in the first round. I'm yeah. taking him every single time. Reggie Raglin, no brainer. The right very there. fine uh, inside linebacker, Mike linebacker from the University of Alabama. Uh, there's some talk about him and some heart stuff and yeah, all that. I think the vibe you get, not from heart teams as a
3: player,
15: a heart as a, a right, medical
2: it, condition.
3: It wasn't a it wasn't a deal breaker. The, you know, the heart issue. It's yeah, not ideal, but not a deal breaker. No. Well.
15: Baltimore up uh, next on the clock because there's been a few trades for that Right, pick. this is the pick that originally uh, started off in Miami. Miami, so this is pick number 42 you know, as the, we as,
2: as we get going here.
15: Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over there, yeah. but they, they addressed one of their team needs with Ronnie Stanley yesterday. Right. Uh, and then you start to think maybe cornerback might be an option for them, and I look back and I see Mackenzie Al- Alexander way up there on the board. Still open. No one's chosen. And, I mean, Mackenzie Alexander is a guy who, you know, you start getting into the draft process, and when that was beginning, people were talking, man, is this guy a top 10 pick? Is this guy a top 15 pick? You know, kind of in that area. And now you're sitting here like, dang, he's at 41. Right. So I, I just wonder, like, uh, what are teams saying that went wrong with him? Is that bad interviews? Is that, you know, uh, yeah, and what's I think the issue there?
3: What I heard was when teams put him on the whiteboard and really started talking concepts and coverages with him, uh, you know, he he was all talk. He, he you know he didn't really connect the dots. Uh, you know, like you want to, and so he really needs to be built up from the ground up in terms of his knowledge of coverage. And he's just going out there on athleticism right now. So a redshirt sophomore, uh, you know, the personality. Uh, he kind of he he he, he uh, follows the beat of his own drum. Uh, he's got a little Josh Norman to him in that respect. Um, so I think that's been a turnoff for some teams. But we're still talking about, in my opinion, a first round player. So somewhere here in the mid-second, whether it could be a Baltimore or uh, one of these other teams coming up, they're going to get a good player.
2: Team needs for the Ravens coming in was outside linebacker, corner, and an inside linebacker here. Uh, got any outside linebackers on your board? You really like some of those guys. You know how the Ravens play defense. They will rush the heck out of sure. you.
3: A pass rusher? A or? Pa- yeah, yeah, like
2: a pass rusher because you talk about Correa. Suggs and Duberville are both you know, signed through 2017. Right. Correa, that, Correa, I, at I mean, Boise State. Yeah, well, here it looks like the commissioner was going to walk. This, this is going to be the picks in for the race. Talk about. Oh, we're going to interview first. Talk about Correa, though, if you would. I mean, what you saw in him. I mean, the Ravens are they're get after a team now. This could be one of those times. I like what you're saying right here. I, uh, you know, Correa, what I've got on him, a
4: guy that you can stand up outside. Also, puts his hand in the dirt as an end. I thought he was probably better standing up, but a guy that's got some of that burst, one of those guys, six three, two forty five. You know. It's kind of a mold that you see in college football now. The guys that are 6'3", 6'4", 245, sort of that outside, stand up, right. get after the quarterback kind of guy. And he's one of those guys in this draft that we think is a second round sort of player.
2: Well, that's uh, that would be very very interesting. Any other guys you have in mind there? Fakrell's another guy. Fakrell, yeah, the the Boise kid, right? The tight yeah. end. Uh, Excuse me, uh, Utah Utah uh, State. I'm sorry, Boise kid is. If Dane correct.
4: tries to get my guy to change positions one more time, I oh, he'll do that. Tyler Fackerel is a. Really good football player, sir. He is a good football at player. At his position. I, he is he's a good football very good. player.
3: I agree with you. Uh, but no, uh, Correa, you know, he's a very quick-footed athlete. Uh, he, uh, you know, had a great sophomore year. Stats fell off a little bit as a junior, but uh, teams need pass rush. You know, and we saw the guys fly off the board in the early second round. Correa's that next guy, at least, uh, you know, according to our rankings. So right. It would make sense here.
2: Yeah, well, if you look at it, the, the teams are now kind of figuring this out as the guys that we've kind of had on our board. Uh, Correa was one of those guys. So, so uh, we have a really a special guest right now. Uh, joining us on the line is uh, the Cowboys' second-round pick uh, from the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, Jalen Smith. Jalen, welcome uh, to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we're very excited to have you here, all the guys here from DallasCowboys.com. We're covering the draft. We're very happy to see your uh, your name get called. Though it has to be a very exciting time for you right now.
0: Absolutely, it's a it's a blessing for my name to be called so quick. You know, in the second round, uh, a great organization, a great city. Um, I'm looking forward to, to being a part of the family.
4: Jalen, the first thing is just, how are you feeling? I know nobody has any questions about Jalen Smith, the guy, Jalen Smith, the football player that we've seen on tape. How are you coming along? How are you feeling physically?
0: I'm coming along great. I've been running for for three and a half weeks now. Uh, everything is just progressing. It's taking it day, day by day.
15: Were you surprised when you got the phone call, or is this about the area that you thought a team might uh, take a chance on you?
0: Uh, For me, I wasn't worried about when I was going. I just wanted to go. So uh, (laughs) to go early makes it that much better.
3: Jalen, I know it's hard to answer, but do you have a goal in mind for when you want to be on the field and start a game?
0: As soon as possible. (laughs) As soon as possible.
2: Is it just you know, Doctor Cooper here, at the fine uh, the team doctor for the Cowboys, did your surgery, so we know you're in great hands with that. Has he has he talked to you about any type of uh, you know? I know dangerous, that's but has there any timetable though in your mind for that? I mean, is it are we going to take yeah. this whole we're going to take this whole year off and then think about uh, going forward in 2017?
0: You know, for me, headed to Dallas, I'm going to put, you know, all of my trust into the team doctors, the, the team uh, physicians, the whole medical staff, put all my trust into them. Um, I'm going to work my butt off, and, and whenever I'm cleared and, and um, you know, I feel ready, with, you know, we'll definitely be back out there uh, at a dominant level
4: well jalen talk to us about the interactions that you had with the guys in dallas with jerry with the coaches uh how how much did you talk to them in the pre-draft process and and did you get the feeling what did you like about them what did they like about you
0: just a perfect fit you know uh you know with, with my brother already playing there um you know ezekiel's my boy you know we grew up playing together so just a, a great overall fit. You know, I've always watched the Dallas Cowboys. You know, considering that they're, you know, they're the, um, you know, America's team. So it's just an honor to be a, to be able to play for them.
2: Well, Jalen, thank you so much for joining us here. We look forward to uh, to seeing you here in Dallas. Uh, we're very, very happy for you as far as uh, you're going to get an opportunity to play here. You're, you're coming to a fine organization, you said, and everybody here will take care of you and embrace and you. And everybody's excited because you're an outstanding football player. We look forward to seeing you on the field uh, here as soon as possible, okay?
0: Thank you so much. Hey, take care.
2: All right, thank you. Jalen right. Smith for the Dal- uh, newly newly drafted by the Dallas Cowboys. Second round pick. Okay, we're going to take a break right now. We come back. we got a couple of picks that have been made. Baltimore had a pick in. Uh, We'll get to that. So you're listening to the 2016 NFL Draft. We'll continue in a moment on DallasCowboys.com and 105.3 The Fan.
10: Caller, let me help you. My roommate has been
11: wearing my clothes. What should I do?
10: Go to AT&T. They're giving you up to $650 in value to help you switch when you trade in your current smartphone and buy a new one on AT&T next.
11: Wow, $650? How does that help with
10: my situation? $650 50 dollars in value can help you save up for your own place or a really nice deadbolt AT&T, mobilizing your world.
6: Limited time offer. Each line requires eligible port-in, trade-in, purchase, and service. Get minimum of $10 trading credit plus prepaid card and amount of device balance or early termination of fee less trading. Fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See store for details.
11: Have you ever dreamed of becoming a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader? Yes? Then don't waste another second. This season's audition registration deadline is Wednesday, May 11th. As a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, you'll perform on national television at AT&T Stadium, entertain U.S. troops overseas, shine your light in local local hospitals, make lifetime friends, and become one of the best. That deadline is May 11th. For more audition information, go to the cheerleader section of DallasCowboys.com.
7: I'm former Dallas Cowboy Everson Walls. As a four-time Pro Bowl player, I know the determination and will it takes to win. That's why when you've been hurt or injured in an accident, you need to call attorney Domingo Garcia. I've known Domingo since high school. When you need a Tejano Tough attorney, call Domingo Garcia. 180 ley 9999 That's
13: 1-800-L-E-Y-9999. I'm Domingo Garcia. Call us now for a free consultation. 1-800-L-E-Y-9999.
16: The whistle of the ball as it spirals towards the end zone. The harmonious roar of excitement from the stands as if to say, this is our team, this is our game, this is our Super Bowl, and we're taking it. 273 yards, four touchdowns, January 28, 1996. We remember, do you? For moments you want to relive again and again, come to CSD Framing in Carrollton, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Whether it's your favorite photo, jersey, or pigskin, we frame it all custom and in-house. CSD, we get your frame of mind.
12: Before Jenny met her new nephew, Wyatt, before she drove from Dallas to Marfa, and before she picked up a one-man rodeo onesie down the street from her studio in the village, Jenny got 1% back on tires, 2% back on snacks, and 3% back on gas using her Bank AmeriCard cash rewards credit card. So Jenny got ready to do what she loved with cash rewards she liked. That's the power of the Bank AmeriCard cash rewards credit card. That's Bank of America. Life's better when we're connected. With the Bank AmeriCard cash rewards credit card, you can earn 1% cash back on all purchases all the time. cash back on groceries and 3% cash back on gas. Apply today at bankofamerica.com slash getcashback. Grocery and gas bonus rewards apply to 1,500 in combined purchases each quarter. Call 1-888-224-8735 for details about credit costs and terms. Copyright 2013 Bank of America Corporation.
5: This
1: is continuing coverage of the 2016 NFL Draft on dallascowboys.com and 105.3 The Fan.
2: Back here in the SWBC Mortgage Studios, Brian Broaddus, Kevin Turner, Dane Brugler, Jeff Cavanaugh covering the all things NFL Draft. We'll go to the podium real quick if we could. It looks like the Oakland Raiders will announce their selection.
1: we do a couple of things first. Oh, Thank you for tight. being here, ladies and gentlemen. I really appreciate you bringing guy. them out. But as always, hold on, I told you to settle down.
10: <laughs> love this guy.
1: As always, uh, for every year, I like to wish all the mothers out there Happy Mother's Day, which every is next year. Sunday Don't forget, guys My mom's special Willie Brown talking especially. there So, happy Mother's Day to you So, don't forget, guys Go shopping, alright? Nice Let's get on with business With the 44th pick in the 2016 NFL Draft The mighty, mighty, mighty Oakland race select Jahan
2: Ward Defensive end, Illinois Here we go Jihad Ward
3: building up that defensive
2: line yeah, in Oakland. They're doing a nice job. Uh, Reggie McKenzie and those guys. Uh, they finally found a GM that it's, uh, they can stick with yeah. for a
15: long time and well, actually build something. Yeah, out there they in got Oakland. they
2: got a coach. Jack Doreal does a nice job out there as well. So, Jihad Ward, defensive end uh, from Illinois. Uh, while we were on the uh, while we were visiting uh, with Jalen Smith, Austin Johnson went. The defensive tackle from Penn State went to Tennessee. Uh, Correa, who we were talking about, the linebacker from Boise State, and, in fact go to the Ravens uh, there in Baltimore. So they get a, a pass rusher. That uh, uh, I tell you what, though, I loved watching him on tape. So, mm-hmm. and then we talked about Baltimore taking Reggie Ragland there at forty-one. So. This would mean that uh, let's see is Tennessee Tennessee's on the clock Tennessee back on the clock. This is a pick that they got from the from the Los Angeles Rams in a trade. Uh, real quick about Ward, if you want to throw a, a, a thumbnail on him, if you could.
3: Yeah, a player who's very raw and he's coming into his zone. Uh, played end uh, for Illinois, but he's over three hundred pounds, so uh, I think he's, he fits what Oakland wants to do with their hybrid front, three four man fronts. Uh, can play inside, can play outside. So uh, all he needs is coaching, and the athleticism's there. Uh, I mean, you you feel good about where Ward could be in a couple years.
15: KT, give me some Austin Johnson. Yeah, Austin Johnson. It's interesting that Austin Johnson does go ahead of, you know, uh, Jaron Reed, A'shaun Robinson, Andrew Yeah, something's going on there. Uh, But uh, plays the one tech mostly, and just uh, what I saw was just a lot of agility and quickness for a 325-pound guy. Now, we thought he didn't shine at the Senior Bowl, which kind of concerned everyone. He was one of the guys I was really looking forward to watching at the Senior Bowl. He didn't really flash as much as you would like to see. But still, you know this the is, tape was better though. The right, the tape was a lot better yeah. at Penn State for him. Yeah, against some really good competition as well. And it's interesting though; he goes at forty three, and Tennessee on the clock now at forty five with those two picks that we've been talking about for a long time—that were the Rams picks—and we were hypothetically doing Cowboys no. trade down options yeah. you know, a month ago. Yeah, you're absolutely right,
2: and I, I'm a big fan of of Austin Johnson. He was one of those guys when we first were starting to do we're breaking down. Austin Johnson was. Uh, like we're, a bottom of the first round, maybe. Yeah, we were and then, talking about thirty four. And then all of a sudden, you start moving them around a little bit. So, uh, and yeah.
4: maybe you know, it's 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 tough. Like the evaluation is so interesting because Austin Johnson is one of those guys when we first watched him, really, really loved him. Went to the Senior Bowl and saw less than we expected out of him. But then you go back to your notes and the games that the notes are on. It's Ohio State. Right. It's Michigan State and the notes is about fighting single and double teams and and sort of dominating Ohio State center and and finding ways to crash to the ball and like. That's a pretty darn good football player. You know, my, my memories of the Senior yeah. Bowl comes in of the disappointment. But then you go back and look at notes and you remember, man, I really, really liked the tape on that guy.
3: Well, and this is uh, with Austin Johnson. You know, I think the production matches the tape. Rarely do defensive tackles. Interior players finish top three on the team in tackles. Austin uh, Johnson did last year with 78 tackles. And I think that matches what it showed on tape. Very productive. Not rangy. The motor's always going. He moves well in short areas, He'd strong shed. hands. He'll shed them. Yep, yeah, exactly. He can create movement with his hands. So, again, a player with a production matches the tape.
2: Okay, the Tennessee Titans were on the clock. It looks like their pick is in. This is second-round action we're talking about. Pick number forty.
4: Defensive back.
2: <laughs> Offensive line, defensive back, yeah. wide receiver, I, I mean, OLB. I mean, they could go – to me, they got a lot of picks – yeah, could they go best available player? Sure. I mean, could could and it, who it, would
4: that be? Is that Michael well, Thomas?
2: At, Is that a yeah,
4: defensive tackle? Is it a, Billings a back?
2: See, that's why I mean maybe with so many picks, I and mean, I've sat in war rooms before, uh, and, and 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 all of a sudden you're like you're so, you know, you're like well, we got a lot of picks. Look, who's the best player on that board? And you're sitting there at forty five, and you're thinking about wow. You know, maybe why is that guy still there? So I don't know. Maybe of guys from you, we talked about, you said Billings, Reed. So I keep talking about Bullard. Alexander. I'm talking about Whitehead. I mean, they need
3: some offensive help. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, they may have, they had a pickup in the off season. Yeah. With a running back, DeMarco. They added the Marco. They've gone running back early before with Bishop Sankey. Well,
2: they, they, it's funny because they've, they've done Cobb. things. Yeah, they've done things by committee before. Right. Okay. We've we've said about we we've, we've talked about Dixon. We've talked about Booker. We've talked about Prosize. We've I mean. Do you include Henry in this stuff?
3: That's I mean, that's what I was kind of getting at. I mean, could Derrick Henry be in this conversation?
15: You know, it, it, it wouldn't hurt you to take some miles off Demarco Murray and not make him have you know a ton of carries.
2: Yeah. I've kind of thought of Derrick Henry as a third-round guy, but maybe somebody would take him as a second-round player. That'd be
4: interesting. You're essentially writing off Bishop Sankey, aren't you? Yeah, oh yeah. You're writing he's... off Sankey. You're writing off, and you, you'd you be well, talking about going two guys, DeMarco and whoever you right. pick here if you pick a guy?
3: There's a new general manager, obviously, in Tennessee. Yeah. John Robinson, his right. first year here in Tennessee. So yeah, Bishop Sankey, he's he's the other regime's pick, so he's got no ties to him. This, you know, John Robinson, he went out and he picked, he got DeMarco Murray. He he stole DeMarco Murray from the Eagles, but you know DeMarco Murray also had his struggles last year. I mean, yeah. Can you really? Re- I mean, I mean, Murray's a good player, but can you rely on him fully uh, going into next year? I mean, it, just throwing it out there. It Marco DeMarco
16: Murray is a ball. really good football player.
15: He yeah, has been for a long time. A Coach, yeah. Coach, thank yeah. you for stopping Appreciate by. It, I know it's a busy day. Yeah, uh, man, they they would be. Uh, Ground and pound, you know, Henry and, and Murray. Well, th- what does that, that do to help – well, but... if they do take a run back – we named all those guys. We talked
2: about Henry. Does Henry help what they're doing? I mean, it's got to help the young – I mean, that's why you got DeMarco Murray sure. because he can he can run. He can blitz pick up. He
15: can catch. I mean, th- does Henry help a young quarterback? Especially a does young quarterback. Does ProSize help a young quarterback? A young quarterback that didn't play, you know, the entire season last year because yeah. of injury, too. It, may, it maybe helps him – you know, don't have to drop back, you know, 30, 40 times a game. Yeah. Let's keep him on his feet this year and build up that offensive line a little bit. Getting a guy running back, you know, a couple running backs that you can give the ball to, you know, 35, 40 times a game makes a lot of sense.
4: Not a bad idea after you've already put Conklin in there to yeah. pair with Taylor Lewan. You've got a couple of road graders there in the yeah. middle. Yeah, Vince
8: and uh, as the, we,
3: the Utah player they drafted early as we, last year. Yeah, As
2: we look into the, uh, the Titans' war room, Mike Malarkey is on the phone. Uh, so he's. Uh, the, they say the pick is in. I'm sure the commissioner will be walking to the podium with the pick here shortly. I mean, you mentioned Henry. Let's keep
15: Booker and, and Henry. Yeah. I, mean, Booker I like the idea Crowseis about a running back. Dixon I, I like mind. the
2: idea about a running back as well. Okay, uh, here we go. Curse is getting his workout. Cur- Curse is getting out here. He's going to go up there again and make a pick.
6: He doesn't need the commissioner. <laughs> 2016 NFL Draft. The Tennessee Titans choose... Derrick Henry running back. There we go, Dane oh, Burgle. Oh, nice oh. job.
3: That's
4: there I'll, you go. I think that's an interesting—interesting interesting. is the word I'll go with, too. I, I, w- I, I wouldn't have assumed you would use a top 50 pick on a back when you just brought in DeMarco. I thought DeMarco would be getting the ball. What's DeMarco doing what's right
2: now? What's, <laughs> the, what's the argument you use for the Cowboys when they got two backs and they draft a guy at four overall is, themselves as a running back?
4: Uh, neither one of those guys is making DeMarco Murray money. Yeah. You've got you've got a big money back there, and now you're bringing in another uh, maybe guy this to kind of split the load. Maybe this
2: is for one year for DeMarco Murray. You know. Yeah. Maybe this, maybe De, maybe Demarco Murray is going to be the bridge. But at, at, so interesting pick. Dane Bergler was all over well, it. He they, he took they, best available player they though. They want man. to go power. Oh, sure Malarkey, they do.
3: They want to go power. They went offensive line with Conklin over Tunsil. They want power up front. It, this fits that mo.
2: Yep. Okay. Detroit Lions are on the clock right now. We look at the Lions. Uh, offensive tackle going in, offensive tackle was a need. Defensive end, interior defensive lineman. So we had defensive end, interior defensive lineman, tackle was addressed. You think right here? We've okay, got it. Got a couple Alabama guys. We got a bunch of Alabama cats sitting on this board. Let's keep the Alabama trend going. Yeah. Uh, somebody tell me a little bit about uh, about Reed. Somebody tell me a little bit about Jaron Reed. I
4: tell you what, the the middle of the Bama defensive line. I mean, you can go with both of them. I mean, I've heard I've heard Dane talk about A'shaun Robinson and some of the things he likes about him. So I'll let him do do him in a second. But yeah, Jaron Reed, I think to me he's just he's so strong. He is a refrigerator in the middle of the field. And watching him, the thing that ju- actually jumped out to me about Jaron Reed is to be that big, strong sort of nose tackle yet, the number of times that I see him knocking a running back out of bounds on the sideline, six or seven yards downfield, right. I was like, where did that big guy come from? Yeah. But they got two of them at Bama. You got Reed and you got A'shaun.
2: Yeah. Tell me a, bit, a little bit about A'shaun Robertson there, Dame Burglar. A uh, guy that looks like he's 40 years old. Uh, <laughs> yep, and he yep. was
3: nicknamed the man-child by yeah. his mom growing up because his mom had to take the birth certificate everywhere they went. Yeah, uh, but this is a good player.
2: Well, here's Detroit's pick. Let's see who, in fact, it is. Uh, we'll get the commissioner That's potted the up.
5: The Detroit Lions selection. Please welcome from the University of Virginia, the tenth overall pick in the 1991 draft by the Lions, wide receiver Herman Moore. Hey, Herman
15: Moore. 122. Picks. This will make you feel Miami old, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Now with the Guy, so they still play of the 2016 NFL Draft, the
4: Detroit Lions select, Sean
2: Robinson. away, boys. Nice job. Yeah. Hey, that big boy got he it. He doesn't look 40. He looks 38, <laughs> 38 and a half. 38. Eight? Yeah.
3: No, and it, he's kind of the poster boy for the scouting motto, traits over production. Right. You know, the stats don't look great. He didn't always show up, but the traits are there, what you want from a player like this. Uh, you know, 6'4", 307. Uh, he And you have to look at what he was asked to do at Alabama. He was asked to clog things up. you know, Let Reggie Ragland hit mat. everybody. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it, two gap and be that type of player. And unselfishly, he did that just fine. So I think this is a player that fits even fronts. He fits odd fronts. Uh, he's going to Detroit, so he'll be in a four-man front. Strengthen that defensive line.
2: Yeah, well, again, that's a. I think if the one thing that I kind of – did not like Abam. I think he plays a little tall sometimes. Yeah. You know, he gets up out of his stance, and for a big man, you know, he he, he could get moved a little bit because he does tend to play tall. They're going well, to have to. He's
4: forty. You got to extend uh, well, sometimes.
2: You got to stretch it out. Got to get those pads down there, young fellow. They're going to take you for some rides in uh, here in the National Football League. Okay, New Orleans Saints are now on the clock. We uh, the Saints addressed uh, one of their needs, defensive lineman, last night with uh, Rankins. We all love the mm-hmm. Rankins pick. Guard, quarterback, safety would be some of the remaining needs uh, if we think about the, uh, about the Saints. Guard, quarterback, safety, corner, wide receiver, Linebacker. A lot of holes
15: there over in New Orleans. Yeah. I'm going to throw out a couple names. Okay. Throw out a couple names. Defense. Uh, you said uh, cornerback, McKenzie Alexander, still there. Yes. Okay. You said safety. I believe Von Bell's still there. He is still there. And then we do talk about a wide receiver. They were kind of looking for that big wide receiver to kind of go and, oh, and work KT. on. Oh, KT, like There's one. There, There's Michael Thomas. Mix. I liked
4: it. Come on up top on that one. So I like that
2: one. I like the know. Michael Thomas There's some names yeah. out there. Preach, preach. All right, then he hey, – Scout, he threw he threw a name at you, Michael Thomas. Talk to me about
3: it. I like the fit because they, just like KT said, they are looking for that Marquise Colston type of receiver, a big player, possession guy, and that's what Michael Thomas is. He's not a burner, uh, but he is a detailed route runner, and he does get open, create some room to work. Uh, he could do some damage, move the chains, be a red zone uh, target for Drew Brees uh, down in New Orleans. So I, I do, I do like the fit here. If that is indeed the direction Saints decide to go, can
2: we throw out a hundred different names? I want, I want you to talk because you're kind of my wide receiver expert. Okay, how you doing? I,
4: I, yeah, I want, I greatest want wide you... receiver in the history of Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian yeah, never I'm recorded sure, a, there
2: was... uh, an official statistic. K- of K- statue, K- KT talked about him though. Uh, Dane yeah. gave you a nice little thumbnail though. First round player for you right here. They're getting potentially at forty seven was
4: for me he was for me I like you know, I like which I mean I like, this, this. I like the size um, I really like the way that he runs routes because I think for a bigger guy it's kind of that, like all over the place I think it? that herky jerkiness it's of, so it's so hard to predict what he's gonna do I think he sets up corners really well with that to me, it was almost a little bit of the same feel that you had with Michael Crabtree, was at Texas Tech, a guy who's a full-size receiver, but the route running there's a, there's an explosiveness and there's an unpredictability, and it, it just they know how to set you up and they know how to get some separation. And I think with Michael Thomas, there's some after after the catch ability there too. I think you see a little bit of that. I think there's there's enough speed. I think I think Michael Thomas is a really good player.
2: So the guys that KT brought up there. Is Michael Thomas the guy that we seem to 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 covet at this point in time? We know the Saints love big receiver. We've seen them play, right. and they've got some small. But the, you know, Colston's a guy that they're you know moving on for. But th- this guy, this guy's got some got some juice to him i think when you talk about michael thomas a little bit so
3: it does and a good player and you guys mentioned the herky jerky but he knows exactly what he's doing you know it's not like it's out of control he's he's detailed he knows what he's doing in those routes to get open so we have to mention you know nephew Keyshawn johnson uh obviously yeah. has some bloodlines there and this is a player who struggled to adapt to the playbook when he arrived at Ohio State. And that's I think that's why he's still on the board here at 47. Um, it, there are some questions about how long it'll take for him to adapt to the pro game. You uh, might not be an instant success in the NFL. There might be a learning curve. So uh, th- that is something to keep in mind as well. Uh, but that, obviously that New Orleans offense, very uh, passer-friendly in and, and those Drew Brees is the perfect guy to help you uh, adapt to the pro game and, and be introduced to some pro concepts. Drew
4: Brees can get Benjamin Watson like forty thousand yards. Yeah. Drew Brees can make it work for
2: you. Well, let's go the last uh, the last four uh, the last excuse me the last five picks that so we could go. Ashawn Robinson went to the Detroit Lions at two forty six. Uh, Derrick Henry went to Tennessee at two forty five. Jahad Ward went to the Oakland Raiders at two forty four. Austin Johnson, the defensive tackle from Penn State, went to the Tennessee Titans at 243. And uh, and that is where we're at so right many. now. We're waiting for the New Orleans Saints. It looks like to me their pick is in. This is pick again, 247. A recap, top five avail-
3: available on my board. Mackenzie Alexander the corner from Clemson. Jaron Reed, Alabama defensive tackle. Cody Whitehair, uh, the interior offensive lineman from Kansas State. Jonathan Bowler, the defensive end, this guy's going to be a steal. Uh, and then five would be Andrew Billings, and Baylor defensive tackle. So still good players left on the board. Six yeah. And six would be Michael Thomas, uh, Ohio yeah. State wide receiver. I've got two, I've got,
2: I've got two first-round names left on my board, and that's Billings and Reed, both those one techniques. So right. we'll see how that all plays out. Uh, how about you guys? Anybody that particular just jumping out at you right now? The only ones I've got left is Andrew Billings,
4: Jaron Reed, and Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. And, I'm, I'm sorry,
2: I forgot Michael yeah, Thomas. He's for, over the far left. That's and, right.
4: And for New Orleans, I think that one, just looking at what their team needs, that kind of jumps off the page at you as the right guy to pick.
2: Yeah. Okay, well, we will see. uh... So just
4: do that, New Orleans. Don't do anything different. Just pick the right guy. Everybody just pick the right guy. They probably need
15: to build that defense up a little bit, but yes, I see what you're saying.
4: They're running through a lot of names right now that I would love to have on my football team, by the way. You went through those last five names. Right. And the depth of this draft and the level of player that is still out there. That it is a whole lot of good at this point in the draft.
15: Yeah. I think there's a lot of outrage in general. Uh, what do you think the fan base thinks of the Jalen Smith pick? Real quick, we are talking about all these good names, and you think, man, there are a lot of these guys I think, I'd like to have on my team. I
4: think it's okay. So I think, go it's who's a, I think not going to play I think it's important to note because I'll start with I was stunned for about the next half hour, stunned yeah. Yeah. that it was Jalen Smith and not Miles Jack or any of these guys that right. are still going off the board that I would love to right. have on my team tomorrow. But I think it, it is. It's just so important to note that this team. Knows as much or more than anybody about what's going they, on in that game. So, like when Dane says yeah. that a team, a team told somebody that they think a certain percentage, this team probably has the best idea. Yeah. Well, uh,
2: here we go. The Saints' selection, in fact, is in the commissioner's walk to the podium. Let's see if it is Michael Thomas, who we all think it might New
5: be. New Saints selection. Please welcome from the University of Mississippi. The 23rd overall pick in the 2001 draft by the Saints, running back Deuce
15: McAllister. The picked Deuce. Deuce. We're like a fullback right now.
9: Hokie Gajan, Will Smith, we love you. Nice. Well done. With the 47th pick in the 2016 NFL draft. The New Orleans Saints select Michael Thomas, wide receiver.
2: Nice shot, boys! Come on,
4: who's next? Yeah, who's next? Yeah. Be an easy one. Is it another easy
2: one? <laughs> well, they're coming off the board, and that's uh, and that's the great thing about putting together a board uh, like uh, Dane Brugler and then uh, Jeff and I, KT, uh, 105.3. It's pretty easy when you have your board set up, and you know the teams seem to be uh, kind of going uh, down the line Got another here. Another so. trade up here. It looks like yeah, it looks like a, another trade. Uh, am I right? Dane, is this Green Bay going to be Teddy
3: Thompson moving up in the second yeah, round. Yeah, well, Teddy Thompson, exactly uncharacteristic. right.
2: characteristic. So, well, we got a resident Packer. We got an owner. We got an owner with us tonight for the Green Bay
15: Packers. Yeah, it's it, much more like a family thing.
2: Well, uh, we got an owner.
15: A <laughs> cowboy guy. So
2: let's talk about this, though. If Green Bay, in fact, is on the clock, and uh, we think that maybe this is a trade that belonged to the Colts, I'm trying to hear in some things that maybe that it might be the, the Packers, in fact, on the clock. so But let's talk. Okay. Yeah, it is, in fact. The pick is in for Green Bay.
15: KT, give us a little Green Bay Packer thought right now, if we could. I mean, their whole whole goal was to move Clay Matthews back outside, so inside linebacker or something. And there was well, a lot of interest in Reggie Ragland, a lot of people thought. Right. You know, this is the type of thing, and knowing that Teddy Thompson likes it, uh, I think it's too early, like a Pac-10 type guy, I always think they took Kenny Clark, the frog man from UCLA, in a round one. Like, like a guy, and I think it's too early for him. But a guy like Blake Martinez from Stanford or something would not surprise me with Teddy Thompson in the way they seem to always pick Pac-10 guys. But uh, honestly, the trading up is something Green Bay doesn't do very much. No. So it's always interesting when Teddy Thompson's uh, in the market and making some moves. Well, I did that's some shows. Rare.
2: I did some shows this week with them, and they took the they took Clark uh, in uh, yesterday. And I thought maybe that they would look at Billings. Or I thought maybe they look at B.J. Yeah, Raji. With, with B.J. Raji. And, and Dane even brought that point up. Uh, you know, let's look at the Packers and, I mean, and what their needs Well, at, they
3: drafted Kenny Clark in the first round. I mean, right. Could they double up on yeah. nose tackle? Maybe. they, they f- Reed still out front there? Front
15: seven. I mean, they might. like Clark it in? <laughs> yeah. here comes Right, some.
3: yeah. I mean, I think you can move these guys around.
15: Mike Daniels, Billings, and Kenny Clark. Well, any outside linebacker. It is. might be fackel. This might be an outside linebacker. Here. Let's got the commissioner
2: up.
5: Two selection. Please welcome from Virginia Tech selected in the third round of the 1995 draft by the Packers wide receiver Antonio
6: Freeman.
3: The Duck. Chicago loves Packers.
2: <laughs> only only in Chicago. <laughs>
1: With the 48th pick in the 2016
2: NFL Draft, the Green Bay Packers select Jason Spriggs, Ah, Tackle, Indiana. There we go. Teddy Thompson, what do you think about that, owner? You got yourself an offensive tackle.
15: Yeah, I mean, I don't really care about the Packers <laughs> too much to be honest with you. I'm more worried about the Cowboys. There you go. But they yeah. did have a lot of uh, depth issues, yeah, uh, on their offensive line last year. They sure. were they were running out uh, spare parts to finish the year. Jason Spriggs makes a lot of sense. You know, there was there was talk of Jason Spriggs. You know, maybe someone late in the first round would mm-hmm. take a absolutely. At him and, yeah, you know, Seattle took a Fetty, and uh, that's one of the names that flew off the board. But uh, Springs uh, Spriggs is the next tackle on my board, I believe, and uh, that makes a lot of sense right there.
4: I thought. Spriggs, to me, was more of an athletic guy, uh-huh. more of a quick-on-his-feet sort of athletic guy than he was a power guy. Um what do we have him as, Is this sort of a third-round pick? So you're probably in the right yeah. area. This was the next tackle that I think we had on our board. Yeah,
2: he was. When Tunsil, Conklin, Stanley, and Decker all went, that was going to be the next one to go off, and that's a third-round player right there. But the guy that the, the Packers picked at uh, 248 felt like they had to go up uh, to the Colt spot and grab this guy. Maybe Maybe they felt like that – you know, there was a big drop off there if you look at from say the third the second or third round tackle well, down so. to where yeah. those you know, the Kyle Murphy's the, the Robertson, Clark. Yeah, yeah, all those guys. So. No, there
3: is a definitely a huge drop off and Spriggs. I gave him a solid second grade and I think he goes right there in the middle of the second. I think it fits. It's yeah. It's good value for the for the Packers and they moved up you know, what, almost 10 spots to go get them.
2: Okay, well, we're going to take a little break right now. Uh, when we come back, we'll have some more of the second round. We're at uh, pick uh, we're at pick 49 here in the second round. We'll be right back.
8: The excitement of Cowboys football is back. Sean Lee
2: blitzed in second.
8: And there is no better place to catch the action than at AT&T Stadium. Your Dallas Cowboys host the Giants, Eagles, Bears, and more. Nothing compares to the energy in our house on game days. Play
4: up for grabs in the end zone.
8: Single-game tickets starting as low as $29 are on sale now. Get your tickets before they're gone. Visit DallasCowboys.com or call 1-800-745-3000.
10: Caller, let me help you.
11: My roommate has been wearing my clothes. What should I do?
10: Go to AT&T. They're giving you up to $650 in value to help you switch when you trade in your current smartphone and buy a new one on AT&T next.
11: Wow,
10: $650? How does that help with my situation? $650 in value can help you save up for your own place or a really nice deadbolt. AT&T, mobilizing your world.
6: Limited time offer. Each line requires eligible port-in, trade-in, purchase, and service. Get minimum of $10 trading credit plus prepaid card and amount of device balance or early termination
13: fee
9: less trade in Fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See store for details. There are more than 32,000 different beers out there, and yet light beer is one of the hardest beers in the world to brew. Why? Because there are no heavy flavors to hide any imperfections. And Miller Lite just happens to have won more gold medals than any American light beer. Now there's some barroom trivia for you. It's Miller time
12: great beer, great responsibility. 2016 Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Average analysis 12 fluid ounce, 96 calories, 3.2 grams carbs, 1 gram protein, 0 grams fat.
13: Dallas Cowboys Star Magazine brings you behind-the-scenes coverage with in-depth player stories, entertaining columns, a pull-out poster, and of course, your Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders. Subscribe now and get 32 issues throughout the year, including our season breakdown and the stunning Cheerleader Swimsuit Issue. Star is delivered to your door for only $39.95 per year, or go digital for just $14.99 a year through our free Star Magazine app. Call one
2: nfc boys today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, cowboy legends, cheerleaders, and me, Brian Broadus, Want to stay at the team hotel? With Star Sports Tours, you can. And our outstanding ticket selection is unmatched. You can trust the official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit starsportstours.com to book your travel packages today.
14: Hey, Cowboy fans, this is Dan Bailey. Bailey! I've developed a game day ritual that's all my own. I brew up a cup of Bigelow American Breakfast, a bold-flavored black tea with 50% more caffeine. That extra caffeine gives me a sustained energy to get through the day. Whether I'm kicking field goals at home or on the road, I always pack Bigelow American Breakfast tea, knowing it will give me that extra kick that I need. So next time you are in your local grocer, pick up a box of American Breakfast or visit BigelowTea.com for information on all varieties of Bigelow tea.
1: This is continuing coverage of the 2016 NFL Draft on DallasCowboys.com and 105.3 The Fan.
2: We're back here with the coverage for the 81st NFL Draft. Uh, Seattle has uh, obtained this pick, the 49th pick. It did belong to Chicago. It now belongs to the Seattle Seahawks. My old intern, John Snyder, up there making some picks. Uh, He traded up here. Uh, the pick is in. The first
3: uh, thing that came to my mind was Jaron Reed. Did it? Because they need to replace Brandon Meebane. Uh, they need to rebuild that defensive line. They need to rebuild both lines. They did so in the first round with Jermaine Effetti. So either Cody Whitehair to help on that offensive line, Jaron Reed gives you that nose tackle. They went tackle. to
2: tackle last night late. Right. Offensive tackle, that is. Right.
3: And they need a nose
2: tackle to replace Mebane. So I could see it. Jeff, talk about Jaron Reed a little bit, what you saw of him.
4: You know, I I just – we talked about him a little while ago. Jaron Reed, is he's one of the ultimate – that guy is a refrigerator. Yeah, you just just, don't move him. Yeah, he's just a guy that is just so hard to move. You can use one guy, you can use two guys, you can do whatever you want. Jaron Reed is going to be where Jaron Reed is going to be, and sometimes even flashes the ability to push a pocket or get you a little bit of a pass rush. Right. But mostly, I think he's just he's a great anchor that the motor never stops. That you see a three hundred plus pounder right. going sideline to sideline chasing down running backs. The, the right. guy
3: works. You mentioned that motor, and he is the guy that led the Alabama defensive line of tackles the last two years, not Robinson. Uh, Probably because he not racked up guys. ten of
4: them over on the sideline somehow. Yeah, well,
3: exactly. It speaks to that motor that you know, this three hundred plus pounders moving, and not only, and that's not only a motor thing, but it's an instinct thing. He's able to track the ball and anticipate where that run is going. So uh, that those tackle numbers matches. Real yeah, quick,
15: KT John no, Jaron Reed, last man standing in the war room, yeah, in the green room up oh, in right? a, Chicago. Was, oh, well, so, here he is.
2: Well, let's see if his weight is over. Kent Garrison, Seattle Seahawks, are oh, at the podium. Hold on one
5: Right right here, right here. Right. Going go. To announce the Seattle Seahawks selection, please welcome, from the University of Alabama, selected 19th overall in the 2000 draft by the Seahawks, running back, Sean Alexander. Still got a great smile.
2: That's one of the picks that the Cowboys that we gave up for Joey Galloway. 12 <laughs>
6: The NFL support of St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital helps ensure that all kids have a chance to play 60. For the second year, the NFL Network's Run Rich Run campaign asked fans to submit videos of the 40-yard dash, along with donations to the St. Jude Hospital. Fans Fans raised more than $200,000 for the children of St. Jude, and we thank all of you for that. Now here to announce the Seattle Seahawks selection is Andrew Woodruff. Andrew. for that kid Andrew is 13 years old and undergoing treatment for bone cancer at St. Jude but that does not stop him from being an active Andrew is a big Seahawks fan he's from the great state of Washington Andrew finish the game
3: with the 49th pick in the 2016 nfl draft the seattle seahawks select
2: jaron reed there you go, go jaron reed last man standing in the green room is kt Gave you a little scouting report yeah. there.
4: Who's the next one? We got to knock down their pick
15: correctly. Where
0: are we going <laughs> I got next? a good feeling on this. Where are we I, going I'm going to jump out to,
15: to Atlanta, and Atlanta okay. had a need at safety that they covered in round one with Keanu Neal. Okay. I look at offensive line with them, and I know that Dan Quinn, you know, a defensive coach, I, I totally get that, but I think I want to throw out white the, hair. The,
4: whitehair. Let's go white hair. White hair or Westerman? On, bump you bump out you on, know? On, Let's throw out some guard out play whitehair.
15: right here. That's what I'm. That's what I'm just predicting. Okay. Uh, you know, linebacker is an area of need as well, but. I don't know if there's anything there. Like Reggie Ragland would have been a guy they might have been interested in, uh, a guy I thought they might have been interested in, in the first round and when they mm-hmm. shocked everyone and took Keanu Neal. So I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Cody Whitehair, Christian Westerman, a couple of guards right here. Uh, for the Falcons
4: I don't know how much they need D-line but I'm just going to say Andrew Billings
15: until he gets picked because I like him
4: Andrew Billings every pick until he goes Do you
15: think uh, on deck at uh, 51 you think Todd Bowles will take Andrew Billings Andrew Billings, every pick until he goes that'll make a lot of sense sure let's go well let's talk about this then a little bit
2: you know you're saying with the with the Falcons that uh that they can you feel like it's going to be all about the defense though right is that everybody well I mean no I, I well you said white hair but you really feel like defense here? No, I, th- I think I wide here. That's my you're, pick. You're, you're here. Go wide. I'm sorry, I, I was
15: offense. But I think you know you think about Dan Quinn though. You know, New well, it looks like it looks like up. wait a minute, it looks like Houston's got this pick now. Oh, a trade. Oh, so two fifty. Okay,
2: two fifty. Okay, now we're predict to
3: trade up with Houston. Okay,
2: well, Houston, Houston's <laughs> got it here. Okay, well, the pick's going to go in. So let's see what's going on here with... Uh, this is. This makes a lot of sense Houston for
3: Billings. Houston jumped up in front of the Jets. Houston jumped up in Pispy front of the Could be for Hackenberg.
2: Oh, well, let's see. Oh, my All goodness. Right, let's, let's, go for, let's go for a little wow, bit of was a shocker. Let's go with a little bit Andrew right. Billings. Andrew Billings Every makes pick. so much sense. Every pick. Okay, interior defensive line, wide receiver, which they addressed last night. Guard, center, tackle combination. So, I mean, think about that.
4: White hair. It, White it, hair. It, it, White hair,
2: Martin... Martin, what about Martin? White hair. If you want somebody who can do both. All right, both? somebody, somebody, flip me real quick. You give me white hair. You give me Martin. Okay. All right, and let's go for it. White,
3: white hair is. Zach Martin Light, uh, I mean, a college left tackle. You're not allowed to use a better. Martin
4: name because I got Martin next. <laughs> right. You can't use him.
3: Uh, he's uh, the Cowboys' left guard or right guard's. Uh, uh, he's he's a light version of that because he, he's excellent at staying balanced, staying square to rushers. Uh, he doesn't have the length to stay outside at tackle. He's going to move inside guard or center. Uh-huh. This is a, a, a you know a try hard guy, competitive kid. I'm, I mean, it's a steal.
4: Try hard, huh? That's who he is. He's a little bit better than Try Hard, don't you think? Try Hard guy is such an insult, Dave. It's not an insult because that's who he is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he gives you everything he has out there.
2: All right, I got you. All right, you're probably, okay, now you got him. Go ahead. Nick
4: Martin's a real Try Hard guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nick, uh, you know, watching Nick Martin, the thing that jumped out is, of course, he's the little brother of the Cowboys, Zach Martin. Yeah. And he's not his brother. Uh, he doesn't have the power that Zach Martin has to move guys, Right. but as far as from the center spot, being able to make reach blocks, being able to stay in the way, being able to be assignment sound, it, it, everything about him, I think, is technically very good. The only thing I thought he was lacking was just an ability to sort of get a push on guys to be as strong as his brother is, right. but I think he's a good help blocker. He's pretty smooth in pass protection, really good get-in-the-way kind of guy. And I don't yeah. mean that as an insult. Yeah. I just mean not a I guy think that's going right to blow about, you off the yeah, ball. Yeah,
2: I think he's right, though, about the power. I mean, it's a get-in-the-way. It's not what? really going to – he's right. not his brother. Hey, his brother's when- got that core strength. That good, right. four strength. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think
3: you're both right that he's not his brother. But like his brother, I think he also has versatility. Guard, yeah. no, center. Fair. That's I mean, fair. He can play any of those three interior line spots. Yeah. And
2: now that we've said so much about two guys, they better pick one of them. Well, KT, I'm going to put you on it. <laughs> we, we, now, we all know about Billings. We all understand what Billings is. I mean, he could be— And we may uh, talk about him in a minute. Yeah, so. we may talk about him in a minute. <laughs> but let me uh, let me ask you this. Between, between Whitehair and Martin—
15: which way are you going? Well, on our board we had Whitehair in the second round. We had Martin in the third round. Right. Whitehair does play with a little bit of nastiness and, and a little more strength than Martin. Yeah. With Martin, you saw a guy who understood how not to get beat, which is not a bad thing. Right. But it's he's not going to plow anyone over right. very often. And uh, I, I just, I, to me, you know, uh, Whitehair is the better player, but. You know, some teams may, you know, I'm assuming teams are going to play a wide-haired guard. I mean, yeah. he played some tackle in college, but sure. I'm assuming teams look at him as a guard. Uh, so, you know, Nick, uh, Christian Westerman would make some sense as well, yeah. you know, if they if they want uh, a guard. But you talked about the flexibility uh, the versatility to play all three positions. Nick Martin does make a lot of sense. I still think if they need D-line the help, though, Andrew Billings makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, so in,
3: in my uh, seven round mock, I had Martin going to the to the Texans. I, I thought that was a good fit. In
2: your seven round mock, you had it. Yeah, and I thought that was. A good is that sp- the one you scrapped three times on the way to the? Oh, I don't want to talk about
3: <laughs> it. But, no. Now, which
4: it-
2: one did you have? Jalen Smith going
4: thirty four. Which mock? That was the one you- I'm doing the night. Okay. Uh,
3: <laughs> no, but Martin, I think fits Bill O'Brien's offense. Uh, but so does White Hair, and you know, I, I think either one of these Who guys. Who is the be tougher of the guys? Who would you say that is the mean tough guy in terms of aggressive? Yeah, uh, you know, a guys. White hair. It, so I would go the other way. Would
4: you? You would go, Martin?
3: Yeah. Well, and I think, but when they were asked what they were asked to do, I and mean, yeah. white hair is more because we saw him at left tackle, you know, right. so he wasn't the aggressor a lot of times. Where Martin, as the on, on the yeah. interior, was more the aggressor. So. Not that white hair is soft, but or you know, I'm not we're not saying that. But
4: so white hair is a soft guy
3: to you. Yeah, just basically, is what I just not said. Very tough. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, <laughs>
15: softer than Ronnie Stanley. You get the opportunity oh, to be hey, nastier in hey,
3: hey. center. <laughs> <Those> fighting <laughs> Like words.
15: nastier and power, th- powerful though. Like, what's yeah. is there a difference in that? Like, yeah. who's the more powerful player? Yeah, I would say it's, it's white hair. But you guys think it's you, think it's
2: gonna an, uh, you think it's going to be an you think it's going to be an interior offensive lineman? What's well,
3: interesting, this see the
2: Texans... I mean,
15: KT threw Billings
2: out. I'm like that, but I Texans jumped up in front of the Jets. They yeah. moved up two
3: spots to get in front of the Jets. So
2: Yeah, this is good. And, and pick, pick 195, which is a six-round pick, uh, now belongs to the Atlanta Falcons. And here's the commissioner walking into the podium. every pick.
4: Hmm. Uh, 51,
9: the Jets.
5: To announce the Houston Texans selection, please welcome, from the University of Louisville, the 10th overall pick in the 2007 draft by the Texans, defensive tackle, Amobi Okoye.
2: Yeah, long history of players there.
6: It's Houston's. Uh, okay. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, first, I, w- I want to send my uh, condolences to all the uh, flawed victims in Houston. Uh, you know, everybody knows we've been going through a lot over there, and uh, keep uh, keep keep if, if everyone in, in prayers because um, we're going through a lot, and um, so just keep on praying for us. Okay, with the 50th pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the Houston-Texas select Nick Martin.
2: Ah, hey! <laughs> All right. Uh, Martin gone. Hey, well, I, we thought maybe Whitehair, he's second-round grades on our board, and Nick Martin, we, you talk about versatility, he's a center guard right Good there. Good football playing family, too, so that'll work. Well, they'll get to see each other in the, uh, in the preseason. Okay, this is going to be an interesting
15: pick to me. Because it's the New York Jets. Tell them, KT. KT, who do you got? Well, I'm going to go back-to-back (laughs) billings because uh, there there is a a Muhammad Wilkerson uh, thing hanging hanging up. uh, It's the elephant in the room right there. Are they going to get rid of him? What's going on with Muhammad Wilkerson? You want to fix that very quickly. Here's Andrew Billings, our final first-round player on our board, putting sure. in the Hackenberg call. Let's go. You know that's,
3: what? That's what I. I mean, that's what I thought. Maybe Whoa, Houston was, come getting, on. Come on, put it That's in what I call. thought Houston was doing. Maybe jumping over the Jets for Hackenberg because the Jets and Hackenberg have been linked. Uh, it's it's a possibility here. I think this is. Do you where,
2: think they were sweating into the war room maybe at the Jets on this one? If it, in fact, um. I mean, they were worried about the Houston jumping them.
3: I mean, we, we, they just gave all that money to Osweiler. Yeah. I don't know if they thought, you know, but the Bill O'Brien connection, you just yeah, never know. That's a wild sure, card. Sure, But we, for the Jets, they have been connected here. They need a quarterback of the future. I, they're going to re-sign Fitzpatrick at some point. That's going to happen. But they do need a guy that passed pass on Paxton Lynch in the first round. So, I mean, Hackenberg, uh, I, it makes sense here.
2: Okay, let's do this. Okay, it looks like the, the pick for the Jets is in. Uh, that's going to be picked fifty-one in the second round. And this uh, is uh,
3: something that in my in my mock draft that I did last night at two in the morning, I, I put Christian Hackenberg to the Jets at fifty-one. Uh, okay. T- Mike Mcagnon. He, he oh wants my buddy. A, he, and He wants a quarterback of the future, and yeah. you know we thought about maybe Paxton Lynch in the first. That didn't happen. Let's see where they go here.
2: Well, the commissioner's walking into the podium. Kent Garrison. Here we go.
5: To announce the New York Jets selection, please welcome from Marshall University the oh, wow. 18th Pennington. overall pick in the 2000 draft by the New York Jets.
16: This is the quarterback, quarterback
5: Chad Pennington.
16: All right, Chad. Thank you. With the 51st pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the New York Jets Jets. Select
8: quarterback, Christian Hackenberg. (laughs) 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 Got him.
2: How about that? Dane Brugler with the mock and Jeff Cavanaugh with the call. Christian Hackenberg.
4: That'll be my only hit of the night. I'm going to leave the rest up to you
2: guys. You got it from here. Got it from here. Yep. Okay, we'll talk about Hackenberg, though. I mean, sure. You sure want me to talk uh, about uh, Go ahead. Bring you, him over here. I make excuses okay. for Hackenberg. I'm go, a truther. Go ahead. Yeah, He's a truther. A truther. Yeah, I, 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 I was going to, okay, I'll yeah, go
4: your way. He was going to be mean to the guy. I make excuses for him. Like, I take Connor Cook's completion percentage and I bury him for it, and I make excuses <laughs> for Hackenberg's. I just, for me, if you're going to take a chance on a quarterback and it's not a first round guy that you think can step in and start, to me, I would err on the side of a guy that at one point people thought he was a threat to be a number one overall pick. I would err on the side of a guy that had those sort of tools, you know. And you don't want to make too many excuses for a guy because there's plenty of things that were wrong with the Christian Hackenberg tape that were 100% on him. Accuracy thrown to a guy five yards away from you where you're too lazy to move your feet and you miss by five yards, that's on you. But the fact that you're not surrounded by a lot of talent, you're on your back a lot, You, you lost your head coach that you had a really good thing going with, I think there's a lot of excuses for Christian Hackenberg for a reason. And I think there is a lot of talent in there and if he's not already broken, you've got a shot to find a good quarterback.
3: I think that's the point. If he's not already broken. And right. that's oh, you my agree biggest with on worry. All that, huh? Uh, that last part. Uh, because my <laughs> my biggest worry. <laughs> the, the, the non-positive with the uh, uh, with the quarterback is that he's damaged goods already. And that's not something that I know or anyone else can really know. Uh, the game just moves at light speed for him, and I, you just don't see signs of it slowing down. And you know, s- just like you know, Jeff said about kind of, uh, you know, you can't make too many excuses, but you do have to make some because the offensive line was terrible. He lost Allen Robinson after that 2013 season, and Bill O'Brien, that coaching staff, the coaching staff the past two years did him no favors. But a lot of it's on Hackenberg as well, holding the ball way too long, his accuracy way off, his completion percentage went down every single year. And it's just—it's tough to see him becoming uh, this 65% completion percentage type of passer. Tight window
2: guy, all yeah, that.
3: I, and I, the confidence has to be rebuilt. Yeah. And can't, going to New York... Can that happen? I don't know. I have my doubts
2: but Bryce Petty is selected.
4: They're, they're gonna Madden. develop him and Petty together yeah. and they're gonna play with two quarterbacks. Maybe trade one well, of
2: them. I wanted to work Bryce because Bryce, you
4: liked Petty a little I bit. Did. And it's like I what did. does
2: that say what they think about Bryce Petty? Maybe it says I shouldn't be out here scouting anymore is what they ought to say. But no, I I, I see both both eh. arguments. And and I and I didn't have a second round quarterback, but this guy was the top of and on our board, by the way. Number he was the third round cornerback, uh, quarterback, excuse me. So uh, with Golf and Lynch and Wince and then Hackenberg in the third round. Okay, uh, enough Christian Hackenberg talk right there. The Atlanta Falcons. I mean,
15: we I thought believe, we had to
2: take that. Wait, yes, the Atlanta Falcons are on the clock. That's pick uh, two fifty-two. It is in. Let's go back to the white hair call. Well, I called I, white hair. hair well, let me give you Atlanta's needs. Okay. Linebacker, safety they addressed last night, and defensive line. Okay. You D-don. did not say
15: linebacker. I want to throw a linebacker out there. Let's talk about a couple of those because I, I do think white hair makes a lot of sense. But you start to look on the board, and I see Fackerel still on the right. board. Right. What about Deion Jones? Uh, You know, run and hit, very speed guy. Very, I mean, like, that's a, that's a guy who might make a lot of sense for. For uh, for Atlanta, gotta run around on defense for Dan Quinn. Yeah, I kind of like that. I, I like the guard call more, but uh, I think Deion Jones might be something they could take a look at yeah. playing inside.
3: Deion Jones is a, is a good player. I I really liked. Uh, he, he didn't get his chance. He was a special teamer up until this year, right? Um, and then as a senior, he got a chance to start. And Kendall Beckwith is kind of the line the linebacker for LSU. But Deion Jones was one that jumped off the tape to me. Yeah, just, he could cover. He could yeah. play both sides. It runs. Yeah. Speed is outstanding. Yeah, and
2: that's you talk about Dan Quinn. That that right. defense get him some
3: speed. I worry about the size because he's under he's undersized and that lack of length. But doesn't
2: that what the, old, the Seattle that Seattle scheme though? They do play with some undersized linebackers.
3: Right, they they can help mask some of those deficiencies. So yeah. I, I I like where KT's going with this. It does make some sense in the scheme.
2: And anybody want to argue when we talk about defensive line, uh, they they really have not much of a, of a pass rush it still is a priority according to our needs here uh you know Babino will be 35 years old any defensive ends we've talked about calhoun uh i think to me shalik calhoun Bullock, and, and I mean,
4: jonathan bullard are kind of the Fuller, two yeah. to me that are the best ones left on the board after that i start looking at ronald blair and i start going towards those small school guys whether it's blair uh matt judon whether it's david perkins I think out of the big school guys left that are in the second, third round conversation, Shalik Calhoun and Jonathan Bullard are the two to me. Yeah.
15: And I, I think uh, I was about to say that, like we're getting to the point of the night where we do start having Ronald Blair and uh Cycles of our conversation, yeah. especially as we get closer to sixty-seven, you start and, looking towards well,
2: Grand Valley
4: State well, and
2: Montana. With, yeah. with the situation, do you think if, Stony Brook? If they wouldn't have taken Neil Atlanta, would this have been a spot then for Von Bell? Yeah, oh yeah, you know, Bell I mean, board. that's a that's a guy that's a safe. And then Alexander is Alexander the corner. Is it the height problem there, Dane?
3: For Von Bell? No, excuse me, for Alexander. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I think that's definitely the the issue there because teams are worried that he's just. Maybe just a slot corner. But yeah. also, and I mentioned this before, and I don't, I don't want to beat up the kid, but the the personality things. You know, he kind of yeah. he, he marches to you know the beat of his own drum. You know, he kind of does his own thing. Not the most astute when it comes to coverages and concepts. Um, so I think that was a turnoff for some, but I am very surprised that he is still on the board outside top 50.
2: Okay, so uh, just to kind of recap the uh, the previous selections at 252, Christian Hackenberg uh, goes to the New York Jets. Nick Martin at 250 goes to Houston. Jaron Reed at 249 goes to the Seattle Seahawks. Jason Spriggs, the offensive tackle from Indiana, goes to KT's Green Bay Packers. And Michael Thomas, the wide receiver from Ohio State, goes to the New Orleans Saints at 242. Uh, we're still waiting for Atlanta's pick. They say it's in. That pick is at 252. We've Good. discussed a lot of different guys uh, in here, and uh, it will be interesting to see, in fact, uh, who that selection is.
3: I've got a question for you. Who would you rather have, Carson Wentz with the number two pick or Christian Hackenberg with the, what, 51st pick?
15: Hackenberg. How can I answer neither? Well, I got a one word. You
4: said the word. You just say neither. Yeah, neither. Okay.
15: Uh, Okay, uh, you have to
3: take one of those two. At that, one of those two values.
4: I mean, and neither one are going to start for me next
3: year. Well, can you even up that value? Can Can you talk?
4: Can we get
15: some criteria here? Can you
4: say Carson Wentz, not just at number two, but what was given up to get there? Right, that package to get there, or Hackenberg in the fifties? Does that
3: change your answer?
4: My mine would have been Hackenberg either way, right? Yeah, I think you know. I think Carson Wentz probably has a better chance to develop, but better chance in terms of the massive value from the fifties to number two. I don't know if it's that big, and Philly's going to make it tough to develop him. Yeah, because I don't think that is a roster that's sort of st- like you brought. If you if you took a developmental quarterback and you brought him into Dallas, where you put him behind this line and you had Dez and Witten and now you get Zeke behind him, but I guess I'd have to take that away if I'm putting a quarterback in. You know, if you put them in an environment like that, I feel like you got a pretty good shot. In Philly, now you don't have the picks to surround them with, and they're jettisoning all the players Chip brought
2: in. I think that's a tough spot. It is a tough spot
4: there. Well,
3: what was your answer there, Bratis?
2: Oh, I, I, had, I had Wentz as a first-round guy. No,
3: I know you did, but you have yeah. to take him at two. And so the value, are you, would you rather have the value of Wentz at two or the value of Hackenberg at 51?
2: I think there's more to Wince than there is to Hackenberg. It's not okay. the question, sir. No, there is. So, so you, you think, take Wentz at two. I take Wince at two okay. at okay. Hackenberg. I mean, I, 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 just, I think you're right about the scarring and all that stuff like that. Right. I, I do. I think there's something to that. Okay, Atlanta, the pick finally in. The Commissioner walks to the podium. I hope we will be able to hear that pick. Uh, my uh, trusted executive producer is not in the building. It looks like that uh, we won't get the. Douglas, uh, Atlanta's on the clock right now, and we're going to get the commissioner's pick. Here we go.
5: Defensive end, Patrick
2: Kearney. They picked Patrick they picked Kearney. again. He drafted 12 years he resurrected ago. resurrected his career. It was Patrick Kearney. What's no, it, it wouldn't Go up. we got to go up. Go up. Go up, Douglas.
8: The Atlanta Falcons Thank select you. Deion Jones. Line hey! JT!
3: Good night, everybody. Six feet,
9: two
2: twenty. This guy is on on fire. All right, KT, going. who's the next one? Yeah, let's go. Who's well, the next? one? Washington, Washington, on.
15: Washington's on the clock now. Let's so. go look at some needs here, then. Come on, KT. What do the Redskins need? Andrew Billings. Well, I'm going to read you some Redskins needs. Uh, Good call there, Dane. Andrew Billings. In- in- inside
2: linebacker. This is where the needs going in. Inside linebacker, corner, safety, running back. Interior defensive line, center
15: tackle, or quarterback? I don't
3: think corner is as much of a need anymore with Norman.
15: Yeah, okay. So safety, Von Bell, Mm -hmm. uh, Jeremy Cash is, you know, do you you play him? It could be like a linebacker type. I guess another guy who's kind of that linebacker safety type hybrid and maybe figure it out depending on the team is Sua Cravens. That can make some sense. Running back, you're hot though. Who's your pick? You're hot. Well, I I think they did mention running back, so let's throw out Procyse and Kenneth Dixon and and Devontae Booker. As Derrick Henry went, you know, about ten picks ago, I'm gonna go. With Von Bell, safety from Washington. Okay, Von Bell. Anybody else want to throw a guy Ohio in there? State. Ohio State. State. Possibly Ohio State. Going yeah. I'm
4: possibly going to Washington. Well, yeah, I'm picking Andrew Billings. Every pick. That's Billings. That's kind of you. Got to pick somebody besides. Just all right, can- then Dane can have Billings this time. All right, give me Kenneth Dixon.
15: Okay, yeah, I need a running back. Boy, Dachson and Kenneth Dixon.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth Dixon. They're going to take all my skill position players that I want on my team.
15: You feel good about that? No, not really. But I'm just—I got to pick a guy, and I wasn't allowed to take Billings. Okay. we who, who do you not want him to take as a as a you know following them in the division? Who do you not want him to take? Well, let's find Billings. out who they're
2: going to take. The commissioner's walking the car to the podium. Kent Garrison, what do we got?
5: To announce the Washington Redskins selection, please welcome from the University of California, Berkeley. The 12th overall pick in the 1988 draft, linebacker Ken Harvey.
6: Good player. And he's dead. With the 53rd pick in the 2016 NFL draft, the Washington Redskins select Sue Cravens. Mm. Suha Cravens. Safety. So
4: that's I a like, pick that I don't mind at all as a like person his... who's supporting the Cowboys. <laughs> Sue Craven just
3: a darn good football player. Whoa, I know. I, 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 right. I know he okay. didn't test off the charts, but I love this tape. I, I to me, this is a player who uh, I, I would have considered in the late first round. I think he's that good of a player. Um, and so, where do you play him? That's kind of the, that's the conversation. Yeah. Is he a linebacker? Is he a safety? Is a hybrid version? Uh, but he's just he's instinctive. I, I think he has the athleticism to cover. Uh, He's not necessarily uh, a speedster, a guy who has explosive movements, but he does have a little bit of twitch to him with his hips and the way he can cover, so... Uh, he did a little bit of everything for USC. I mean, he yeah. led the team of tackles, tackles for loss, sacks, yeah. uh, interceptions. Yeah. I mean, he was, without uh, uh, Seward Cravens on that USC defense, uh, it would have been a disaster. A a so He's yeah. a good player. I,
2: I, 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 you know what? You're absolutely probably right about the player. I mean, I say absolutely probably, but I, I, I didn't have a great feel <laughs> for the player. I'll trust your word on that. Okay, we're going to take a break right now. We'll be back with more coverage of the 2016 NFL Draft in just a moment.
10: Caller: Let me help you.
11: My roommate has been wearing my clothes. What should I do?
10: Go to AT&T. They're giving you up to $650 in value to help you switch when you trade in your current smartphone and buy a new one on AT&T next.
11: Wow, $650? How does that help with my situation?
10: $650 in value can help you save up for your own place or a really nice deadbolt. AT&T, mobilizing your world.
6: Limited time offer. Each line requires eligible port-in, trade-in, purchase, and service. Get minimum of $10 trading credit plus prepaid card and amount of device balance or early termination fee. Less trading. Fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See store for details.
11: Have you ever dreamed of becoming a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader? Yes? Then don't waste another second. This season's audition registration deadline is Wednesday, May 11th. As a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, you'll perform on national television at AT&T Stadium, entertain U.S. troops overseas, shine your light in local hospitals, make lifetime friends, and become one of the best. That deadline is May 11th. For more audition information, go to the cheerleaders section of DallasCowboys.com. I'm former
7: Dallas Cowboy Everson Walls. As a four-time Pro Bowl player, I know the determination and will it takes to win. That's why when you've been hurt or injured in an accident, you need to call attorney Domingo Garcia. I've known Domingo since high school. When you need a Tejano Tough attorney, call Domingo Garcia. one ley 9999 That's 1-800-L-E-Y-9999. I'm Domingo Garcia.
13: Call us now for a free consultation. 1-800-L-E-Y-9999.
16: The whistle of the ball as it spirals towards the end zone. The harmonious roar of excitement from the stands as if to say, this is our team, this is our game, this is our Super Bowl, and we're taking it. 273 yards, four touchdowns, January 28, 1996. We remember. Do you? For moments you want to relive again and again, come to CSD Framing in Carrollton, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Whether it's your favorite photo, jersey, or pigskin, we frame it all custom and in-house. CSD, we get your frame of mind.
12: Before Jenny met her new nephew, Wyatt, before she drove from Dallas to Marfa, and before she picked up a one-man rodeo onesie down the street from her studio in the village, Jenny got 1% back on tires two percent back on snacks and three percent back on gas using her bank americard cash rewards credit card so jenny got ready to do what she loved with cash rewards she liked that's the power of the bank americard cash rewards credit card that's bank of america life's better when we're connected with the bank americard cash rewards credit card you can earn one percent cash back on all purchases all the time 2% cash back on groceries and 3% cash back on gas. Apply today at bankofamerica.com slash back. Grocery and gas bonus rewards apply to 1,500 in combined purchases each quarter. Call 1-888-224-8735 for details about credit costs and terms. Copyright 2013 Bank of America Corporation.
1: This is continuing coverage of the 2016 NFL Draft. On DallasCowboys.com and 105.3 The Fan.
2: Back here with the uh, NFL Draft, the 2016 version. The 81st NFL Draft. Uh, Jeff Kavanaugh, Kevin Turner... Uh, Taking a little break, coming back here in a minute. And then Dane Brueger, Brian brought us with you here from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. Kent Garrison doing the executive producing for us tonight. Uh,
8: Right now the War Room cam is covered, so anyone trying to access that, once it's available, we'll show that.
2: Yeah, Kent, thank you very much. We haven't had uh, much action in the War Room uh, per se. The Cowboys, we can go back to the Cowboys uh, opening the third third pick in this round, Jalen Smith.
4: It's the lowest graded pick on NFL.com.
2: Yeah, Jalen Smith, and probably the most questions about, uh, and it'll be interesting to see what they say. Again, we've talked about this a bunch. The Cowboys, uh, Dr. Cooper did the surgery on Jalen Smith's knee. They have a full understanding of what he is uh, as a person, as a player. And uh, so this is a, when somebody's going to sit out for an entire year, and we'll see how he comes back. Okay, Vikings were on the clock. Now they're about to hand the pick in. Let's go to the podium and the commissioner for the Vikings selection.
5: Please welcome from the University of Central Florida the 11th overall pick of the 1999 draft by the Vikings, quarterback Dante Culpepper.
7: Thank you. Oh, <laughs> Radio voice. With the 54th pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the Minnesota Vikings select McKenzie Alexander, defensive back Clemson.
3: There you go. Uh, t- that's a great pick. Uh, McKenzie Alexander, we talked about him, how rub some people the wrong way. I had him as my top corner this year, a mini Josh Norman. Uh, he, he just, I, I understand the concerns with him, uh, but quick reflexes, uh, very, very competitive, very confident what he can do. Zero interceptions in his career. Obviously, that's not ideal, but I, I think it's because they didn't throw at him. ACC quarterback stayed away from him, he, he hasn't given up a touchdown since his freshman season, um, September of his freshman season. So I think he's a very good player. And he's going to a good situation with, with Zimmer uh, up there in Minnesota. And um, they've got some corner depth. So I, I think it's a good fit for both sides. Yeah,
2: it'll be interesting to see Mike Zimmer trying to make him play square because he plays sideways in that bail, yep. bail technique. And he's almost running sideways. And Zim is a is a technique guy. He will be all in this kid's kitchen to get him to play, uh, but you talk about the quickness, all those things about him, very positive. Okay, Cincinnati Bengals will be the next team on the clock. Uh, it looks like the pick is in, the commissioner making the walk to the podium. Let's listen to with the Bengals at
5: 2.55. To announce the Cincinnati Bengals selection, please welcome from San Diego State Braxton. University the 15th overall selection in the 1973 draft by the Bengals, Wide receiver, Isaac Curtis.
6: With, with the 55th pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, our Cincinnati Bengals select Tyler Boyd. Oh,
3: good thing.
6: Wide receiver, Pittsburgh.
3: And in the first round, Cincinnati got shut out of those wide receivers right. after that run. And sure so did. they get their wide receiver here. Shepard's off the board. Michael Thomas is off the board. Braxton Miller, Tyler Boyd—that's the new, that's the next wave of receivers here, uh, and so it's a good pick. And Tyler Boyd uh, it reminds me a lot of uh, maybe a Jarvis Landry type of role. I think that would suit him best. Use those routes, use those strong hands. Uh, I, I think that he could really be a, a nice fit there in Cincinnati.
15: Yeah, yeah willing to, willing to go over in the middle into traffic, make some tough catches. Uh, you know, my only concern with Tyler Boyd is just how much is he going to give you after the catch? Yeah. Uh, where, where's the explosion from the player? Uh, and it is uh, something we should note. One of the 30 visits that the Cowboys had, 10 picks away from – about or about 10 to 12 picks away from where the Cowboys select. So uh, that was one of the guys the Cowboys had in for a workout. So uh, Tyler Boyd to the uh, to the Bengals right there at 55. My wide receiver scout, did you like this pick?
4: Yeah, I I called Braxton Miller. I don't know why. Something about Cincinnati made me think that Braxton would. be Oh, fun Paul there. Brown. Even Paul, though we had Tyler Boyd as in front of Braxton Miller yeah, on our board, I yeah. try to get cute and try to make a pick and yeah. miss because I didn't just go straight down the board. Yeah,
2: Paul Paul Brown, who's uh, he was the founding uh, founder of the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, worked at Ohio State, so Braxton Miller could have made a whole heck of a lot of sense right there. Yeah, so, I liked I liked
4: Tyler Boyd when we watched him. You know, I think the game against Iowa where it was him against Desmond King. I yeah, that we'll was talk a about funny, Desmond King next year. At this time that was a fun battle to watch. He, I, I think the way that they used him and just tried to find ways to get the ball to him. I think he's a really smart player. I think he's aware against zone coverage and finds openings. Athleticism not perfect, but I like the way he catches the ball. I like the way they did multiple things to get it to him. I like the way he has a feel for the game.
2: Okay, well the Chicago Bears are now on the clock. It looks like their picks in at two fifty six. They've done a lot of trading. Yeah, back. they have. They seem like they haven't made any picks, but they're they're, they're going to make one here. I believe. Uh, we've talked about their needs going in. We're defensive end. They got Leonard Floyd, Yeah, obviously. they got Leonard Floyd. And then the, the, the quarterback, uh, tight end, cornerback. Is there already a Fuller there? Is there a Fuller in There is, is a Fuller there. Kyle there. Absolutely. Kyle Fuller, yeah, right. should grab Fuller. another one. Hey. How about a second Fuller? Kendall. Kendall Fuller. uh Kind of talk about though all the trading around though the Bears have done. They, yeah, they they've they've... moved
3: back twice, picked up a few picks next year uh, as well. So
2: how about running back there, Langford and yeah?
3: Well, I'm uh, looking at my board. My top guy is Cody Whitehair. Yeah, like yeah. Why is he still here? I mean, he's a darn May, good football we'll make, player. Uh, okay,
2: Make a case.
3: I mean, well, I don't have to because I mean, we've talked about him. And he's, yeah. It, I mean, I'm just, <laughs> he's a good player that is being looked over by these teams. And so you look at, we're at, what, pick 57 now? Yeah. Or 56. 56. So, you know, at this point in the draft, um, you know, you're looking at, okay, Chicago's up now. Then we got Indianapolis, Pittsburgh. One of these three teams has to take Cody White here because he's too good of a player to last into the sixties. Uh, again, left tackle, going to move inside to guard, can play center. Uh, a former, you know, just no star recruit who's really been a self-made player. Mm-hmm. I, I've got all the respect in the world for him. He's one of my favorite players this year.
2: And and, and you guys have been selling him too as well. I mean, we all look at yeah. our board. we yeah, all look surprised at our board. he's here, and we got a second round grade on him. And all of a sudden, we're sitting there at fifty six and. You know, if we're, any, if we're smart or any good at our jobs and we say, you know what, we got a second-round grade on this white-haired kid. <laughs> you think we need to make this pick? You know, if, you, if you're if you going to do your due diligence and, and, and uh, evaluate players and you got second-round grades on the board, you know, it, I mean, uh, that guys that sure. potentially could have – you know, that you but,
15: really, really like, I think you owe it to yourself to make that pick. Let's throw out some some running backs, though, because I got some second round running backs on my board Kenneth okay. Dixon and Devontae Brown. Right, right. Yeah. And now, look, Jeremy Langford's a guy who we didn't like a whole lot last year. I didn't like a whole lot last year. Right. And I, I know uh, it wasn't one of Jeff's favorite players. He stepped in for Forte when he got hurt, and he had some solid production, but I don't think anyone looks at Jeremy Langford as you know, a really, really good starting running back in the league. So maybe that's an area they might address as well. But I I think Cody White here makes a lot of sense and try to keep Cutler upright for once.
4: Especially with, I think, running back probably stretches a little bit better than that quality of offensive line play where it seems like – Maybe there's two left interior offensive linemen that you really like, right? Maybe him and Westerman. Uh, Westerman, and, right? Yeah. Well, so I was surprised that Garnett was the first interior offensive lineman taken. Trade yeah. up in the first round. Yeah, I thought it would have been Whitehurst. Some got point. A butt Kiss.
2: Well, here we go. Here we go. The Chicago Bears are. Uh, they've got their pick in. Uh, they've got the contingency of bear folk up on the stage. The so Bears let's see what they do.
5: Dick and I are joined by members of Chicago's Wendell Phillips Academy football team. You're like 20 people up there. Undefeated last year, the first Chicago Public League high school to win the Illinois State Championship.
2: LSU oh, shoot's getting in there on some kids.
5: Congratulations to the team and Coach Troy McAllister. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. To announce the Chicago Bears selection, please welcome from the University of Illinois... The third overall pick in the 1965 draft by the Bears, 1979 Hall of Fame inductee, linebacker Dick Butkus.
2: Still love that man, don't they?
1: All right, with the 56th pick in the 2016 NFL draft, the Chicago Bears select Cody Whitehair, guard.
2: All right. well time. Guard. There we go. Nice call, Dane Burglar. That was a pick right there. We went through all those needs, and really, guard wasn't one of them. It's just too good of a football player. That's the that...
3: thing, exactly. At some point, you know, you have to look and say, shoot, Cody Whitehair still hit on the board? We got to take him. We can't pass. It's, again, I think he offers position versatility. Um, he played tackle, but I think a guard, center, he can play any of those three spots. He's going to help. That Bears offensive line; they has some issues. Uh, you know, where is Kyle Long fit? Uh, they signed Bobby Massey, uh, and I think he's going to help uh, add some depth in the interior there.
2: Okay, well, the Chicago Bears take uh, Dane Brugler's uh, guy, our guy as well. We had a second round grade on him as well on the uh, one hundred five three board. Cody Whitehair uh, is now a Chicago Bear. Uh, this means that the Indianapolis Colts are on the clock this is a pick that they got uh from the green bay packers where the packers jumped up there and took jason spriggs uh from indiana got a prediction
4: for you but no name attached to it just a blind prediction ryan grigson loves to make poor decisions (laughs) <laughs> did finally draft somebody that plays on a line of scrimmage, which he needed a bunch of. Okay. Now that he's done one, I don't think he'll do it again. He can make a bad decision. So it'll either be a skill position player on offense or a secondary player on defense, because it's the Colts and they need help on the line of scrimmage. I will predict they don't do it. Well, and the Colts, the Colts. No, <laughs> That's you're right. My call. <laughs> I, 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 along with those,
2: so lines, you don't like Ryan Grigson. Well, no. The
4: Colts like 40 times. They like
3: test guys that test really well. All right. So
2: all right. Well, let's see. Let's see if. In fact, that is the case. Looks like that Marshall Falk, who when I was at Texas A&M, we recruited as a defensive back, is going to make Please this pick.
5: <laughs> from San Diego State University, the second overall pick in the 1994 draft by the Colts, 2011 Hall of Fame inductee, running back, Marshall Falk.
6: Yeah, recruited him as a
2: defensive oh, back. <laughs>
9: That's
6: smart. <laughs> With the 57 pick. Of the 2016 NFL Draft, the Indianapolis Colts select T.J. Green. Defensive. Yes, a 40-time, Dane, a
4: 40-time. There we go. I mean, that goes uh, We got rules in the NFL. If you're over 6 foot and over 200 pounds and you can run a 4-3, you go five rounds too high. This so, is
3: one of the most interesting players in this draft. Because, where do you play him? Well, and that's that's exactly why. He was a wide receiver there you uh, go. when he arrived at Clemson. Yeah. But as J. Ron Kerr says, he couldn't catch. So they moved into the secondary, he plays safety, him